<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is a musician, Matt Nathanson, who I really wasn't that familiar with, um, but our consummate music guest booker, Tom Osborne, who hooked us up with uh, Rivers Cuomo and uh, a bevy, I'm going to say a bevy, of other musician guests, said that uh, he thought that me and Matt would hit it off, and boy, did we ever. Um, we don't really talk about music. We don't talk about comedy. This This is basically the therapy that I so desperately needed and wasn't expecting at all on this random afternoon that he came over. And it was just the best. We just got to that special place of, you know, connecting and hearing each other and and bonding really, really fast, fast friends. And, and, and like I said, really kind of letting the healing begin. (laughs) It's also really funny too. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, I do want to plug a couple things before we get to it. Crashing is on the air. You can watch the premiere on HBO Go or HBO Now. Um, those ratings help. We're, you know, we're trying to get a fourth season, and right now all we can do is have people watch the show. So please watch it. Uh, it's also a new episode is going to be on this Sunday at 10 p.m. after True Detective. Uh, sincerely hope you guys like it. Um, it's my favorite season by far. I think it's our funniest and best season by far. Um, so please check it out on all the HBO devices you can possibly imagine. I'm also going to be doing live stand-up just at Largo, Largo here in Los Angeles for now. Um, I'm going to be there on the 31st of this month and the 27th of February. I also, I think I'm I'm coming to Sketchfest on this Thursday, I think. I should look this up. If you're you're coming to Sketchfest, let me see. Let me pause. I'm going to pause for a second. Okay, I found it. Uh, uh, There's going to be a crashing live panel in San Francisco at Sketchfest on January 24th at 7 p.m. Me, Judd Apatow, and Madeline Wise, who plays uh, uh, the amazing cat, my new girlfriend character, wonderful, amazing performer. (laughs) We will be there. Uh, So please come see us in Sketchfest. Uh, let me see. Where was I? Yep. All right. And that's, I think that's it. Those two live dates and Sketchfest is what I had to promote. I also want to give a shout out to our Pete's picks. One of them, I don't do this one every week, but is me undies. I'm wearing my me undies. Uh, it kind of looks, I don't know what I would call this pattern. It's kind of like a tan with like purple lightning bolts on it. I love me undies. The story is this. You guys know this. I, I'm only endorsing things that I actually use and that I actually love and I realize I'm 39 years old and I hate my underwear. I thought I'm tired of sh- crap, I'm tired of crap underwear. And uh, so Val and I, both of us, had heard great things about MeUndies and we did a complete underwear overhaul. And I think you guys should try it. And Valentine's Day is actually the perfect time to get into it rather than spending money on going out to fancy restaurants. Why not just hang out in your underwear all night, courtesy of MeUndies? You know what I mean? Just you and your boo-boo in your MeUndies. I think that's a good idea. They're made from micro-modal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. They feel fantastic. The patterns are fun. They have Star Wars prints. They have Valentine's Day prints. They have Christmas, New Year's prints. I'm a member of, of, their, uh, of their club, which means they, they send me new prints all the time. I want to make sure I get that wording correct. Yeah, it's the club. What you want to do is you want to go to MeUndies.com and use uh, slash weird. You're going to get 15% off your first pair, 
free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. And you'll see that club that I'm talking about that they send you new underwear every month. And I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit how much I enjoy opening up my little Ziploc new pair of underwear and rocking it straight out of the bag, straight out the bag. Uh, Speaking of prints, this V-Day season, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every Tuesday. That means you and your loved ones can chill in matching prints for V-Day and play the game of how long can we keep these on. My favorite game. (laughs) But why stop at at underwear? This year, MeUndies is launching their V-Day prints in lounge pants. I love their lounge pants. Basically long ankle-length versions of their amazing underwear. And onesies as well, made from the same micro-modal fabric as the undies. This is a no-brainer. If you want to show your support for this podcast and try something that I truly love, go to meundies.com slash weird. You get 15% off your purchase. I also want to give a much-needed shout-out to Kachava. You guys know this. People are already coming up to me and telling me how much they love Kachava. I love Kachava. I've been making a lot of Kachava because, unfortunately, Baby Lee has a cold so i've been holding her a lot and needing to feed myself (laughs) quickly and efficiently i need something that makes me feel great that fills me up for hours and is packed with all the nutrients and uh superfoods that i'm looking for and frankly i don't have time for that (laughs) i don't have time i don't have time to chop the ingredients and pick them myself grow some sort of weird dragon fruit tree in my backyard i don't have time I do have time to take a a shake bottle, fill it with water, two scoops of cachava, a shakety shake of the wrist, and boom, you're full for hours. It's amazing. It tastes great, and it's a nutrition overload. It is a superfood. Calling it a drink mix is kind of underselling it. It's 100% plant-based. It's got omega-3s from chia and flaxseed. No more grinding your own flaxseed. No more looking for your fucking chia seeds. It's in there. It's got eight superfruits in there. It's got 17 greens and veggies. It's gluten-free. It's soy-free. It's free to artificial sweeteners and preservatives. There's just enough coconut nectar to make it sweet and delicious. There's just enough powdered coconut milk to make it creamy. I thought I was going to be adding this to my smoothie. Turns out it is the smoothie. It's the first powder like this that I found that actually tastes amazing just in water. And Val, who never likes this stuff, that's true, agrees it's amazing. It tastes wonderful. Sometimes I throw some frozen strawberries in there. Tastes like ice cream. That's what I'm going to say. A little almond milk, strawberry, cachava. Make it thick. Boom. You got cachava ice cream. It's amazing. Or make it like a smoothie. Scoop of the chocolate, scoop of the vanilla. Tastes like an Oreo. Unbelievable. Got digestive support built right in there. 1,000 milligrams of adaptogens, 24 grams of plant-based protein, 9 grams of fiber. But the most important thing, and the thing that sets cachava apart, is that it's actually delicious. Makes you feel amazing. It's got cacao. It's got maca in there that makes me feel high. And uh, I travel with it. I make it with one hand while I'm holding Baby Lee. I love it. It's as close as we've come to a meal and a pill. It's a meal replacement. I want you to try it. And you get 20% off. 20. Not 10, not 15, 20% off. Go to Kachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird. You get 20% off your order. Uh, And the last pizza pick, which I've also been swearing by. I've been doing a lot of uh, press lately. I almost said I've been doing a lot of stress. That's Freudian because press is stressful. And one of the things that I swear by when I'm stressed is Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. This is the original Pete's pick. It's the first pick uh, that I had, and that's for a reason. It's something that I love and use every single day. 
It's hemp oil. It's made from the hemp plant, but they use the miracle of science to remove the THC. THC is what gets you stoned, or it makes you feel high, or it makes you eat a whole box of Triscuits with orange juice and not be able to follow the plot of a movie. That's the intoxicant, THC. What they leave is the body and brain beneficial CBD. This is why hemp is one of our great plant allies. It's packed with CBD and this is CBD oil, but it's the only CBD oil grown in Denver made for human consumption. It's not hemp that they just bought surplus and pressed some into pants and some into oil. This was grown by the Stanley Brothers, a reputable, amazing, ethical company that I support and stand by these guys. They have a wonderful mission to heal people and make people feel better with CBD. They grow it in uh, themselves, they press it, they sell it, it's pure, it's amazing, and it's actually kind of tasty. I get the mint chocolate, tastes like a thin mint. I get the, uh, the strongest that you can. Uh, it's a little bit more expensive because then you only need to do literally just a couple drops and you will feel that. I, the way that I explain it, it's just a little bit lighter. It makes you laugh a little bit easier, makes you smile a little bit easier. When I'm traveling, when I'm in a middle seat, when I'm feeling that stress in my shoulders, I take a little of the CBD oil. It helps me get where I want to be mood-wise, anxiety-wise, helps me relax at the end of the night, helps me write during the day when I'm a little bit in my own way. Um, there's no fogginess. There's nothing uh, intoxicating about it. It's just a happy, healthy glow that I swear by. I've also been telling you guys about the bombs that they make. They make hemp bombs, which are not only amazing for me, I've been sending it as gifts to some uh, some older people that I know that struggle with aches and pains. They swear by it. They always say, please, please, please send me more. I love it. I rub it on my forehead when I have headaches. Makes me feel fantastic. Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. If you love the podcast and you want to show your support and you want to try a pizza pick, try some Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. CWHemp.com slash weird. Use promo code Keep It crispy as i say the, the podcast is always free uh but if you want to try pete's pick uh or give one to a friend it's a great way to show your support so try some me undies drink some cachava take some charlotte's web hemp oil and let's fucking have ourselves a great day that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about in the meantime uh i please watch crashing hope to see you at largo maybe see you at Sketchfest uh this weekend and in the meantime enjoy uh matt nathanson um, man, I just had such a great chat with him, uh, and I can't wait for you to hear it. It's it's a little bit weird, but you know that's that, that's the name of the show. I was going to do this intro with with Val, but Baby Lee is is kind of making cute cough sounds, and I didn't want you guys to be concerned. Everything's fine, <laughs> but she's sneezing a lot. Okay, listen, get into it. I haven't used it. Has it, does anyone have an elliptical that they've used recently? Dude, we have one in our garage that we totally. You I, use it. I'm guilted into it because it was it was like I was like if we don't go to the gym oh. and we spend our money on this, how awesome is that going to be? And then so I, I'm guilt I got guilted into using it all the time. Right here. You, want me to give you, you forget why? Oh my notebook. Oh, I'm okay. I have a piece of paper right here. I thought you were saying something about the microphone. My God, is that a sauna? This I, is fucking magical. I hear these are making a lot of noise. Is that just us? It's just, oh, it's just us. Yeah, 99% of the podcasts are starting with sauna chats. I mean, I can't imagine how it couldn't. Look at it. Actually, you know what's how weird? Very Matt? Rick Rubin of you. It, <laughs> it looks like 
where Rick would be uh-huh. if he's producing your album. He would be in that. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be in a space like this that's just very relaxed and cool. And and so he doesn't want it to feel like a studio. Uh, do you fuck with saunas? No. 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 But as I get older, I sort of feel like I have to in order to prolong my life. Well, yeah, dude. I have this cold, and I'm cooking the shit out of it in that sauna. Can I get a piece of that paper uh, just out of the printer, Katie, to your far left? So I can Do you, like, down. get out naked into this room? Is that how it works? Yeah, I get out naked into this room, and then I go out naked into my backyard, and there's this glorious... That's a very good question. Yeah. You're, not, you're an artist. Ah, Creative thinking. Yes. I love that. Because that's the right question, and no one's asked it yet. Oh, my God. Because there's this beautiful moment, like yesterday it was raining, and I had to get out of the sauna naked. You don't have to. I could put on the gross wet towel or, or my dry underwear. Either way, it's gross, because I'm wet. You know what I'm saying? There's no need. You're at your own house. Like, and I'm also at my own if house. If you're going to get naked, this is the time. And I want liberty. Yes. I want the liberty to walk. But, yeah, and we have a hedge around the house, so nobody can see. Even if we could, friend. Even if they could. Even did if it was Moulin Rouge. Even if they could, friend. <laughs> it's did like, you say friend? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're fast friends just because you called me friend. <laughs> but there's that moment where you're naked outside... And it's raining, and your feet are like in the grass. There's just a thing, and, and something in your lizard, or maybe our collective memory, goes. I think this is good. Yes, <laughs> like, this feels. We used to do this. This feels right. We used to. Yeah. Like, like think of the pagans. What if I say the pagans? Yeah. Old pagans. Yeah. Which you, it really just means townspeople. I think. What are pagans doing? Right? Yeah. That. Yeah. Out into in nature. In a circle. Yeah. There's a reason. There might be a dead goat. There might be animal. Yeah, some sort of drinking. Is some blood sort of thing blood. later? That's later. Well, I think pagans might have gotten uh, a bad rap. Yeah, misrepresented. Well, they had bad PR. Yes. I'm actually not an expert, but it's my understanding that bad PR said they were kind of painted as like dangerous and they're using blood and stuff. But um, I believe a modern Wiccan or a pagan would be like, no, there's like a lot of life energy. Yes. Connected uh, to nature and the right. things around you. And like they wear black because that's the color that absorbs the most light, they would say. That's Whoa. what somebody told me. But you know who told me that? Who? Somebody who worked with me at the Lexington Flick. Dude, I saw so many movies at the Lexington Flick. I bet Flick. I sold you tickets. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. Well, unless you stopped going. Did so you get your farm? Did you get your, your, your medicine? at the Like right now, you're sick. If you had strep throat, would you go to theater pharmacy to get your You know I'd go to motherfucking theater pharmacy, dude. That is it. Do you think I'm not going to theater pharmacy? Dude, unbelievable. And uh, and there was there's like that one no man's land in Lexington Center that no one could stay open. It was always like an ice cream place, yeah, and then it would and then it would be dead. And then there were a couple that stayed in business that like I couldn't figure out why they stayed in business. There were a couple of Chinese places. We used to go to Mario's a lot, uh, dude. Of course, yeah. I went to Mario's all the time, and then I worked at Bel Canto. <laughs> Ooh, fancy Which Mario's. Was Where, Bel Canto was that up? Was that upstairs that's the one that above was yes, Video Smith. Video Smith. <laughs> So good! Oh my god! Above the video, video smith. I mean, just not a blacksmith, a video. It smith. probably was back in the day. There was probably a smithery in there. I bet there was. Yeah, okay. and it should have been spelled video s m y t h e. So good because I worked in Salem. Speaking of pagans, you I did? worked in Salem as a reenactor. This is all just New England stuff. So Whoa. you know, you know all of this. Yes, and Concord. When I go home, I still. Do your parents uh, still live there? 
They live in Arlington now. Sure. So they moved uh, one dry. Arlington is a dry town. Yeah, it, it, did it, you know? It, yes. And did you know that it always I to, seemed like they were drinking more than us? My brother used to go there to work <laughs> at a bakery at Christmas time and drink in drink Arlington, booze. and then he'd booze it up. And I was like, Arlington's kind of like the place where people go. It's like a wilder. Place. Yeah, like from th- from midnight to five a.m. It's all drinking and baking. For, do you know what I mean? Isn't it funny how the human brain is? <laughs> and I, you know, every time I go home to see my parents, I, I hang out with my dad, and I love my dad. But you know, dads are complicated. Yes, right. I go home and I go. I want to write in soap. You know, you can write like a message, like a serial killer, but like write in permanent. So soap. when you're gone, it just emerges. Yeah, basically. Well, I want it there every morning. Oh, okay. All so right. really, it shouldn't be in soap. I just want to write. Don't forget. You might be wrong. Here's why I'm saying that. Uh, yeah. You knew one baker, and I'm not pointing fingers, obviously. I don't This is it. how the human brain works. If we know a baker from Arlington who drank a lot, we go, people in Arlington bake and drink yes. a lot. I know you were kidding. That's true. But I said people in Arlington drank more than us. Why? Because Joel Borgazano, my friend from uh. church, was from Arlington. He didn't even drink a lot. He just seemed like maybe he did. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the brain is constantly filling in these gaps. And my dad, God love him, but when I see him, he's always like, Peter, you should be a firefighter. They make a lot of money and they have a lot of time off. <laughs> and I'm like, where did you get yeah. that? Which firefighter do you know that's, that's what like I'm rolling saying. in it? Yeah. You, you knew one and he had a nicer house than you expected. Yeah. And he was home every time you came by. And then you were like, that's a firefighter's life. You should be a pirate, Peter. <laughs> yeah. They're always drinking rum and scallywags. Yes. But like, this is the human brain. Now, yes. this is my, Valerie, my, who you just met, my wife. My wife. <laughs> it's funny again. Um, she so perfectly put this. We were talking about that there's a specific type of thinking. She from Mass? She's no. not. Okay. That people from Mass seem to have. Yes. And she called it, her joke, botism. <laughs> like Boston autism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, my dad has full-blown botism or bostism. Yeah. My brother and I both have a little bostism. When you drive, is you're bostistic. Bostic. Oh, he's... <laughs> We're all bostistic. This is the thing. When when I drive my car, my bostism comes out. That's right. A thousand percent. And when you go home, you realize everyone here has bostism yeah, yeah, yeah. and they don't even know it because you need a, an X factor. You need a control in the experiment yes, to, be able to, to get go, a good oh, that person isn't assuming what they think is right. That's like a bostistic thing. Did you, did you have a bostistic? What were you going to say? Bostism, bosticness. <laughs> we're is not cra- sure which it, it is. It's crazy because... I like to think that from New England, we have an entitlement thing that's really strange, like uh, what, whether it's walking around first night as a kid and I had a cop jacket on that I got at a used cop clothing jacket. store. A cop jacket. Your accent. And, you uh, have an accent? And I it's get one only out. when I get into fights cop or, when I'm, yeah, or when I'm uh, talking to my dad. It's a so great I, tough guy voice. So I put the – yeah, it is. It, I put the cop jacket on. What the fuck did you just say on. to me? Dude, fuck – Keep antagonizing yeah, me. You got a problem? Yeah. I'll fucking make a problem with yeah, you. Yeah, you know it's a good fucking but, fight accent. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. So uh, but I had a cop jacket on. Somebody stopped me in the street in Boston and said, you don't fucking deserve to wear those. I had like a nose ring with a chain and hair. Yeah. And I had this cop jacket that I got used. And he's like, you don't, you, don't, you don't fucking deserve to wear those stripes. Take that fucking jacket off. And that is like New England. That's very like Just New coming at you, yeah. wanting to know what your neighbor does. Why is your neighbor doing it? Yeah. What the fuck is their problem? Also having a problem with people that looked... You know what's funny? Yeah. When I live... Different. 
So you had a nose ring. Yes. That doesn't surprise me at all. And you know what might surprise you, Hit me. Matt Nathanson, Hit me, sir. is that when I was in high school, I wore a leather motorcycle jacket with studs, like with spikes in it, that I got at Hubba Hubba oh, yeah. in Harvard Square. Wait, were you into metal? I didn't love it. I like punk. Okay. Great. So, but I did not like metal. Sure. No. I just didn't have the right friends to be like, this is Metallica or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know what a yeah. good reference would be. <laughs> I would. I still think it's Metallica. They were like, "This like- is X," and you'd be like, "I love X." Is X metal? Uh, no, punk. Oh yeah. See, I'm not even that cool. But I actually am somewhat cool because I used to go to the Middle East and that's and it. All, like I knew local, like real local punk bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to all ages shows. But I'm telling you, there's something specific, and I want to hear you speak about this. Oh yeah. This is not just me blabbing. Is there's something specifically to me? about Boston, that if you have that in you, a kernel, because I clearly do, yes, and you clearly do, and you don't have a nose chain anymore, and I'm not wearing that jacket, but there's something in Boston specifically, <laughs> and I think it's, you don't deserve to wear that fucking jacket. Oh, yeah. There's something going on that you want to f- fly your freak flag a little bit higher. Yeah. And if you don't think that's true, walk around Alston. You know what I mean? Like, we're doing it. We're raised by these, like... Irish Catholic, like yes. fucking hard drinking, hard working people, and we're like, I'm gonna wear a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. There's something going on there. I think it's because we pushed the British out. I think that that's where it all comes from. <laughs> oh, and we policed even other white. No Irish. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We were just hard oh, on we were everybody. Super tough on everybody. But everybody. when we, I think that it was like our we the British came and they were like, you're gonna be part of this group that you yeah. don't want to be a part of, and we're like, fuck you, fuck you, and it's like in our blood. Yeah. And Take like, your fucking tea, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it's you go. true. Totally. It is in, I, and this is not woo-woo. I'm saying it's like in the DNA. Yes. I, Dr. Drew was the last guest that I think I interviewed, and he was talking about how alcoholics are all, he's like, they all run towards the trouble. Yeah. And Boston has our share, and we run towards trouble. I only run. Dude, my, my wife. Trouble. My wife. <laughs> I'm not saying me. She <laughs> but. literally... Learned once I had a kid, it changed for me. But I would walk towards if someone was fighting in a situation like having an altercation, yeah. I would move my way towards them. Interesting. And, I, it, it's just, and so my wife of a very, we've been together a long time, and she would start doing this thing where she'd be like, "Come check this out," and I'd be like, "What?" And we cross the street, and I realized that she had seen that there was an altercation happening like the next block that you just but wanted. She in. kept us out. She moved us to the other side of the street, and we'd be walking, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, dude." They're fighting, and you totally like you telegraphed want- it and moved us out. She's like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I'm not an idiot. Is I don't want to get into a fist fight is she with from some Boston. No, she's from California, but so she's she like, knows. she knows. She's like, you're an idiot. Isn't and that it, weird, dude? I don't get to drive in my family. My kid on her Christmas Santa note said, no. I, "I'm very thankful. It's gonna break that my heart. Mama drives, and the no. dad doesn't. She's eight. And I was like, Whoa. dude, I'm like, this is a real thing. She's like, you're a terrible driver. Message She's received. She's like, you get so emotional when you drive. But why is there one little place? And it's a little city. It it's is. It's not a big cobblestone city. Cobblestone streets. It's a little cobblestone. <laughs> the, ho- the streets are designed for horse and buggy. Yes. And they're... No faster can I bond. No faster can I bond with somebody than if they're just from this little patch of land. And it's 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 something about the winters. It's something about the history. It's something about. I can tell someone's from Boston from their fucking face. Yes, and the they all look like they just smelled a fart, and they're mad, and they're turning red, and they're just it's. I but. Dude, you want it out. Can I tell you something? Yes. Sometimes when I, I was in the shower and I was thinking about you coming by and I was I, like... I love all this. You live in San Francisco. Yeah. And my mother, 
My fucking mother, Irina. Yeah, Irina. you know Irina. Oh, I know her, uh, her buddy. What's her buddy's name? Tim. Timmy. <laughs> Irina, Timmy, Timmy, Ruthie. Oh my and God. Scat all Scat. go down to the Lithuanian club, get hammered. <laughs> oh, they get so fucked up. Dude. And they get so fucked oh up, and they drive God. and they do fucking donuts in the Kmart <laughs> Donuts. My mother. So there's something. Okay, so this is nose chain yes and pete uh you know i'd color my hair with like a red marker Strong. i could just put red marker what part in of lexington hair. did you grow up in like which side what the arlington side the concord side that's a great question i'm not very spatially intelligent okay but if you how'd you get on the freeway that's a great question i'll tell you how i got the bus yeah hit me <laughs> i was right off mass ave which is where the bus would go to yeah. harvard square yeah because i had the yearn it sounds like you had the yearn uh, oh, yeah, what to we're get talking the fuck about. out yeah and i wanted to not only like and i want to hear about this like i'm in lexington and i wasn't one of those kids that was like it's fucking boring let's drink natty ice we didn't drink natty yeah. ice we brought light or whatever i wasn't that i just couldn't wait to be a grown-up so on saturdays i'd get up like a little businessman because i figured out that you could walk down to the corner yep catch the bus Go to Harvard Square. So you take it to Alewife. Yeah, wife. Get the red lines. Maybe get a Bertucci's on the way. Maybe get a two cheese ooch. <laughs> Throw in an extra few rolls there, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, get the fucking Alewife red Ooh. line to Harvard. Yes. Because Goodwill Hunting had just come out and I was obsessed with Harvard Square. Just like I just wanted to be in a city. I just wanted to like get a coffee and be in a city. Um so that's what I did. I'd walk down to the street, Mass Ave, and it was right. Let me give you a landmark. I could walk to the high school. Okay. I so mean. you okay? So when you were you close to Burlington? That like where my brother crashed a car. Your brother uh, crashed oh a my car. God, in he Burlington. crashed a lot of cars. <laughs> uh, but he crashed a car by that four way stop where there's that. Um, you know that bakery that everybody goes to. Uh, and there's a. Uh, I'm doing a terrible job. My dad does goes to Lindell's, oh. which is in Somerville. Sassy. So. We were up by Concord because they went to Lexington, but they were like, "We're not Lexington yeah. people." Oh, yeah. That you could take the my mom out of Southie. Oh yeah, and you put her in a nice Victor. You put her in a nice Victorian down in Lexington. Everybody's still fucking kind of yeah. bitch. <laughs> That's not true. My mother is gentle, <laughs> but she's, uh, gentle, go but she's definitely kicked some people. Oh, she definitely. You know. The story I always tell about my mother is that she goes up to people and goes, uh, she went up to a, a heavy guy eating craft services and said, you've had enough. Yeah. That, oh, dude. That's strong, South Boston. Strong. But it's not even strong. It's just like rude. But she thinks dude, she's being it's, funny. In, it's the worst. And it's, it's botism. Uh, botism. Botism. A sign of botism yeah. is you think that everyone can read your mind. Or you think that what you're saying is super important. That's, that's, yes, that's very basic. My mother burned down the town of Lynn. What? Oh yeah, it's a long story. I don't she know. She burned if down a, the whole town. No, of half of the town. I don't know if Still. the statue of limitations are up on this. Lin uh, Lin City of Sin. Yeah. How? What? Yeah. A lot of fires in Lin, and I guess my mom started one, and it burned down. Well, part of the wow Lin Square. What was she doing? Smoking cotton lights. She was. <laughs> yeah, she was burning them down. She was burning down a few cotton. We smoked. It no, to the I guess filter. she threw an effigy of the opposing football team, and it caught on the awning oh. of Mary Brennan's card shop, and Mary Brennan, and it burned the fucking throw the fucking effigy. God, I don't know. I can, can, can I say? I think it's been a long enough time. They're not going to find her. I think you're her. fine. Yeah. Lynn? Lynn has, you know, other crimes. It's got a couple <laughs> things going on that they're going to the be book. worried about. We need to open up the effigy case of 1976. <laughs> no, I think you're fine. Dude, oh my God. But it's the it's the thing like, uh, I, yeah, yeah, hit me. Ahead. You go. No, you go. Stop it. You're the you. guest. I like this. 
I just I want to throw at you. Yeah, that the even that that is rooted in sports. The the nose ring with the chain to the ear, yeah. or me with my red hair and my jacket. It's one of the more, and I say this with Love Boston, and we talk about this when I do stand up in Boston. We talk about this. It's yeah, not like yeah. they don't know they, I feel they know. this way. They know I feel this way because they feel this way. It's one of the more clan. It's a clanistic place. K clan or like no, C? no, no, okay. no. I was like, Just well, it might clan be. tribe. Uh-huh. Tribe, uh-huh. yeah, tribe. Meaning we're from Boston. We like the Patriots. We like Brady. We like Red Sox. So like. If you don't like that type of thinking, Dude. if you're a creative person and you're like, I'm not from Boston or a man or, you know, an American any more than, you know, it's like a ladybug doesn't know it's Italian. What are you doing? If you're free, you're none of these things. Right. So there's something, there's a good machine to rage against in Boston. Yes. You can make peace with it. But that was my question was you wanted out. You're a young man. So I have a crazy story. I was in boarding school from the time I was nine. Hmm. But my boarding school was only 20 minutes from Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> Did you commute? Nope. You bought it. Oh, yeah. Five of course, days it's in a the week. name. I mean, like five days a week, 20. I only recently realized it was only 20 minutes or 25 minutes from my house. Wait, which school? Newton. It was in Newton. Which, you know. A Fezzenden. Fezzenden? Yeah. You got us up at the Fez, bro. Fez, bro. <laughs> And it was like, and pheasant in, so I was gone already. Because my brother went to Bridgeton or something. There's all these like schools. how it works. It's like, yeah. it, there's a, like an independent school situation yeah. that happens in New England. Yeah. And so I was in. We still do that. We're still like, Timmy's troubled. Yeah. Send I, him to the boarding I, school. <laughs> and I wasn't rich, but in this boarding school, it was all like Kawasaki's and DuPont's and all these oh, fucking wow. rich people that would like cut themselves and write anarchy and blood on the wall. Oh, and, like, it was wow. Fun. It was, not to, but anyway. No, I get it because Boston has that weird thing going on where on one hand, we're like, I'll fucking kill you in front of this fucking star market. <laughs> and then on one hand, we're like, I know the difference between this mustard and this mustard and your trash because yeah, you don't know yeah, good mustard. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know. I get this shit at CB1. <laughs> Crate and barrel, bitch. You know what I mean? My yeah. parents are snobs, so they want to go to, like, boarding school. Right. And right. they want to, like, get the fucking Volvo kid. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show the neighbors you got the fucking Volvo. <laughs> we had, that was my neighbors in that, we, <laughs> we had a fucking crazy, like, that one had a boat, and I was like, where does the boat That's go? What I mean. And they were like, but so anyway, I was in boarding school, so yeah. I was gone, and then summers I was in the woods of New Hampshire for two months. Hampshire. My, at Hampshire. Getting your fucking fireworks Dude. and discount like a. Yeah, getting fucking cocked in the woods. Getting cocked with Tommy Sullivan. Oh my God. I totally <laughs> saw his sister's tits. <laughs> in the fucking woods. Behind. Well, I can't say oh Everett. We're in New Hampshire. Oh, now. But anyway. So, okay, keep going. So, so I, I five was days gone. a week you were So, when school. I would go home to Lexington. I was like, oh my God, I gotta, I wanna be here so badly with my fucking family. And my family was not, they were kind of dysfunctional. Nobody really likes each other. And that's me. In a real way. That's botism. Dude, it's. That's Irish botism. It's the Irish Catholic botism. Do you know how many people have come up to me and been like, from Boston, been like, in The Departed, where Matt Damon says, if this is fucked up, you're gonna have to leave because I'm Irish and I'll stay forever? Yeah. 
That's like that should be on the back of the Massachusetts state flag. Yeah. If this is fucked up, you're gonna have to leave because I'll stay forever. How long do you <laughs> hold grudge in your family? How long do they hold grudges? I mean, I think they it's just eternal. That's that's part of don't forget you could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of like moving forward and any any of that sort of stuff. Nope. But anyway, you're saying no. That's it. It's just like there's it's- you wanted to be with your family even though they didn't get along. Well, so I no, I wanted to be with my mom because I uh, because, yeah, I was a mama's boy too. Yeah. Was she telling you were the golden voiced babe one? Yeah, she was always pretty great about that kind of stuff. I haven't like talked she to her you in were about met. eight years. What but, happened? Oh, just you can do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is, I think that's I don't know where that came from. I think that's my California side. What happened? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah, my, my this is also autistic. But when my mother, my, when my fucking mother was just here, <laughs> yeah, mom, we were talking about. She was like, Ma, cut it out. <laughs> Ma, cut it out. Ma, cut it out. It's my fucking jacket. <laughs> Stop it. You don't fucking wash it. You're going to get the fucking... The patch is coming off, Ma. Ah, that is too good. Obviously, I'm sick, everybody. <laughs> but um, my, I said to my fucking mother, she said, P- Oh, Petey, you're so far away. And I go, Ma. I don't call her Ma. Just for fun. I go, Ma, if there was show business in Hawaii, that's where I'd be right now. If I could have gone to college in Madagascar, yeah, I would have fucking done it. Dude, 100%. I can't believe and that and what's botistic about that, like I tell people stories about how frank me and my family can be, and they all think we're fucked up. And I'm like, that's normal. She's coming at me. With that level of brutality yes, all, all the, time. the time. And it's just a joke. Uh-huh. It's just like, this is how we talk. It's loving. So like I, it took me 35 years to realize, just do it back to him. Just be like, yeah, I can't get far enough away from yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. weirdos. I love you. they're like, like, I get Jesus. it. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yes. My dad goes, Peter, why isn't your mother staying at your house when she visits? And I go, have you met mom? <laughs> have you met her? True. Why doesn't she stay in your fucking house, uh, Jay? Why aren't you coming, Jay? Jay, your dad doesn't yeah. come, but you're not coming. Uh, hey, sweetheart, why are you coming, Jay? Why isn't she staying in my, my house? Why aren't you in 4C next to her on the fucking flight, dude? I, I said to my dad, I said, Are you going to come <laughs> visit again? He's like, I've seen San Francisco. He, that is I the most like, autistic thing awesome. I've ever heard. I was like, I was like, I've, I've seen it. I've done it. He's like, what else is there? I've, I've been got there. it. We've been, done a couple restaurants. That's autistic. That is botistic. And I understand that, by the way, everyone listening, I'm sure there many people have fathers like this. It's not just us, but it's definitely us. That's don't forget you might be wrong. Okay. I catch myself doing that. I've been to San Francisco 25 times, and I catch myself being like, eh. what are you going to say? It's the fucking pair. You go to fucking Chinatown. And that's botism. Yeah. It's in my blood, which is one of the reasons it's so haunting to hang out with your family because yeah. you see it looking out their eyes back at you, and I'm going, oh, fuck. Like, it's going to get me at it's some gonna point. Get, how much therapy have you done? Dude, I want to send him the fucking bill, bro. I'm writing a book, and there's all these stories about. So you've been my to a family. lot. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. I've oh, been to a lot dude, of. Dude, I've spent. Almost and if I all get any fucking guff, really? Oh yeah. If I get any guff, I'll be like, yeah, I had to sell a book with this shit to pay back to pay the therapist. Back. Dude, I, I, <laughs> it's crazy. I texted my fucking mother. Oh, I said, you should pay for my therapy. Oh, my, but you know what? I wouldn't touch it. If she, they, they're weird like that. Anyway, this is a deeper me. thing. I don't want to get too into it in case my dad listens. But like, there was he's a not going to listen. With, I was like, uh, <laughs> I said, I said to him once, "Hey, can I get a little bit of 
money. I'm, I'm out of college. I need to do therapy. He's like, I think it's time that you start doing this stuff for yourself. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Wow. And I was like, and, and my dad rules, by the way. Like, I've come around to... But you needed medical help. I was like, dude, my you, dad, this is all your fault, for Christ's sake. Somebody throw me some fucking My 20s. dad control-alt-deletes the idea that I'd go to therapy. Mm. I haven't been in a while, and I wish I could go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just a little bit busy right now. That is not fat guy. I'm a little bit busy. I'm actually not that busy. There's all this downtime. Can you Skype with your therapist? I don't like Skyping. Okay. I don't like talking on the phone. And he's in fucking the other side of fucking town, bro. Oh, so dude, it's a good hour and a half get to get there. Go? I can't be doing that, bro. It's like seven hours away from my baby at this point. Yeah. So I'm not going. Right. But my dad, every time I bring it up, this is Boston. Uh, I actually don't drink anymore. I, I don't either. I, I stopped I haven't drinking. Drank, really? I haven't had a drink since I, I was in high school. Is that right? Yeah, and I've never done a drug. I Well, there's some of your music points that way, and I actually heard you in an interview say that, and yeah. we were going to talk about that. I was going to write down. I'll write, oh down, write that down, dude. Use but when my, when my father stopped drinking, uh, maybe 10 years ago, he would then just assume that I had stopped drinking. That's botanism. That's botanism. <laughs> botanism is the fucking answer. He would be like, you don't drink, do you, Peter? Motherfucker, ask a question. Dude. And I love my dad, but motherfucker, ask a question. My dad, every time I order something at <laughs> a restaurant, even our, our relationship is so good now, and I'll be like, hey, I'll take, the, um, I'll take the, the pork tenderloin, and he'll be like, I thought you only ate steak and pizza. And botanism. I'll be like, Jerry. I haven't eaten steak and pizza since I was fucking nine. Bautism. He's like, bautism. Ba- yeah. High fu- not even yeah. high functioning. Regular yeah. functioning yeah. bautism. <laughs> I thought you only ate steaks and pizza. That's it. My Holy poor brother, shit. John. My poor brother, John. I think at Legal Seafoods, he ordered the fish and chips spicy maybe 10 times in a row. That is a lot. And it's been 30 years. And it's always And my dad just goes, fish and chips spicy. Like, my brother's getting something else. But my dad will be like, you're getting the fish and chips spicy, Peter? Or I'm sorry, John. I drank too many sodas at my neighbor's house. Oh, fuck my dick. This is therapy. In the 80s. I I didn't have to drive two hours for this. every time I go and see them now, he's like, hey, you. And he said, hey, go easy on the soda. So I stopped drinking soda over there because I felt self-conscious. Of course you did. And now every time I'm there. You're a victim of autism. He says to me. Me. You want a soda? <laughs> of course. Every time. And of it's like, course. and it's kind of awesome and it's kind of comforting. And at the same time, I'm like, oh, Jesus. If we're going to say it's kind of awesome, we have to say it's kind of abusive. <laughs> we have to. I have to have you at least hear me say that. I want to hear you say Because it, one time, Valerie went to dinner. We, I, I don't do this shit anymore. I don't subject Valerie to like five dinners in a row right. with my parents but I used to oh. we've been dating we've been together long enough that she was there while the boundaries I think it's been like five years okay. or six years or something I'm not good I'm not good with spatial I'm intelligence not I'm I don't not know good. where I lived I'm not good well, with linear what, what time year is it? man ladybugs don't know they're Italian and <laughs> it's right now that's what fucking time amen. is amen dude. Maria but Kendo. also just my brain doesn't work can't we just admit that some we're we're just interpreting reality through like a certain type of brain. Thousand percent. You know what I mean? I just Our go, lens is. Like, the- why does it? But why does that? Why do I have to identify with it? I don't like. Here's me identifying with it. I don't care about time. That's not true. Well, I'm just using a brain that's not very good at it. So I just go. My brain's not very good at that. If Val was here, she wouldn't have her feelings hurt by that. But I'm also have some separation between you and your brain, and just be like. 
uh, for better or worse, I'm not good at that sort of stuff. Instead of being like, oh, that's my personality. Can I take this a step further? Can I take this a step further? You say you're not good at it. That's not actually true. I know. I'm not as good as the national average or I or but even that yeah, you're it, what it is is that you you the habit of it is not something that you formed and you haven't felt it's That's important exactly enough right. to lean into because it. when i was in seventh grade you can do anything yeah on a uh, to a obviously if you want to be a center forward on the knicks or whatever you can't like right if you don't have the talent but most of us can change the habits inside of ourselves to make it work still as yeah as long as you can lean into it and you take the time and the effort to do it don't forget you might be wrong don't forget you can change. You can change. Dude, you've this stumbled like free upon to be you and one me of, here. But it's important. Yes. I love us. I, I, I miss us. <laughs> yes, you haven't even We're left right yet, here and I miss, I miss you. us. Yeah. I, I say that to Val all the time. I, she, I'll come home. I'll be like, I miss you, even though we've been together the whole day. Because um, it's sweet. Yeah. I miss you is a sweet thing to say. Any hoozle woozle. The... I get one of my biggest passions in life is when people maybe they're over 40, it doesn't matter. Some people they're over 18 and they just surrender to the, who they are. They're just like, "Sorry. Right. I'm rude when I have wine." Right. Fucking work on that, Beth. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, that, dude, I am a What are you doing? If this, you don't, this is bots. If you don't These are die, children of bots. Yeah, we are children of bots. And we're like, "There's change. our movie." Ah. Uh, children yes. of botism. COB. Yeah. Because we're like change, dude. You, you have, have agency. You have to because change. if you don't die more wide open and empathetic and kind and dialed in to your universe than you started, you failed. You. It's like what else are we doing? But I feel like people in Boston are like, oh my god, I was me in t- sixth grade and Not I'm still me now. Me now. Yeah. I love a good steak and that's what I'll have every night of my life till. Well, that's right. It, and so will Matt. Yeah, steak yeah. and pizza. <laughs> and there's John with his fish and chips, spicy. And I was going to say one time Val had two martinis at dinner. God, the whispering of like, Val's pretty heavy on the sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way. She seems overserved. I'm not. That's what they say. That's hilarious. She seems a little bit overserved. I want to be like, uh, I'm not going to go into their drinking. But if I wanted to go, guess who was counting when I was 15 and you were driving me in a fucking Winnebago, dude. But second. This is a different podcast. My wife doesn't, doesn't drink a lot. What are you doing? This is why I'm so sensitive to pattern-recognizing machines, people that wholly identify with their brain, that have no part of them that can just go, hey, I've noticed a pattern, but there's also a part of me outside of that pattern-noticing machine that goes, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It's Maybe I should ask Matt, Matt, do you still, I'm sorry, I've been saying this to you for 15 years, how much would your heart melt if your dad was just like... I'm sorry. I, I I don't know why I've been saying that. You haven't had a soda. So, dude, my dad said something the other day on the phone, and I started to cry. Yeah. Like, and I'd never cry yeah. with my dad. Right. And he said something that was kind of like I we've built to this point, and he said something to me like, "Well, I guess it wasn't the best thing for you that what we did in that situation." And I was that like, "That is, whoa, dude." I, I was like, "Dude, this is fucking awesome." I want to talk about therapy. Yeah. The number of times my therapist has been like. Uh, I'll be your dad. And then he'll say things. And dude, it's not, I, I've even shared some of these ideas with my dad. I'm always trying to get him to it, like understand that vulnerability won't make me change how I feel about him. Yep. But I say it point blank. They see go, it as weakness, right? They see it as yes, weakness. A thousand percent. And if he said, uh, you know, your mother and I didn't get along when you were kids, we still don't, but they kind of surrendered in that sad way. Mm-hmm. I know. Let's all have a let's have another drink. 
It, oh, Scotty. I, play the piano. We're talking about our parents. <laughs> I'm just, it's not that sad. We should have unsad, open conversations about this. I'm just saying, if my dad said, hey, that must have been hard on you that your mother and I were fighting constantly when you were a kid. Sorry about it. Not e- you don't even have to no, say sorry just about say, that. that must have been say, hard. That must have been hard yeah, on you. It's- or if you don't like that one, Pop, that must have been confusing for you. Yes. You want to be a fucking valedictorian of this class and be like, how did you cope with that? You want to fucking go around the moon three times and tie it with a golden bow, you motherfucker? Go, how did that make you feel? Yeah. Were you scared? I'm getting emotional now it's... thinking about my dad saying were you scared when you were a kid uh, yeah i'd fucking melt into a puddle yeah and it's okay uh, what i'm saying is don't feel like we've gone into a dark place people should see examples go into the dark corners and come back well, and we can talk about fucking stomach because you have a kid i have a kid and it's our job with those kids to transcend the limitations of our parents that's right and, and that's a lot with the not drinking they keep going yes and the key is breaking the is pattern. like how do we allow our kid to see us in our full glory of being sort of euphoric and and really on top of our game and sad and really off our game that's right and all none of that stuff is going to alter how we feel about them and none of that is going to alter all that stuff is crucial that's exactly right yeah. that's something that, not to give my i don't care i'll give myself a compliment val says like in a day because i'm an artist give me a fucking tube dude, i'll get dude. something out of it get <laughs> it padded I remember, dude. But I'm an artist, right? Oh, yeah, you are an artist. We're both artists. Yeah. Clearly open-hearted uh, artists. Yeah, open-hearted. Open-hearted Like artists. to fart an artist. <laughs> hey, like oh. the departed. You open-hearted artist? You like the departed? You open-hearted artist? I'm losing my voice. Val will say, you're an artist. You'll have every discernible human emotion in the course of a day. That's why I do my podcast in the morning, because morning Pete is the best yep. one. And then, not to say evening. Evening Pete's fine. He's just a little Morning bit more Pete's frank. Morning Pete's pretty great. I, the naked sauna Pete's probably pretty naked fantastic. Sauna you know what I'm saying? Post sauna Pete is like Zen motherfucker, dude. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna fucking write get you off the fucking course, buddy. But no, I'm just saying I'm you're probably it. pretty fucking dialed into dude, the after universe. After the fucking sauna is a fucking great time to ask me for a loan. You got an ice bath around there? <laughs> you want to jump in an ice bath? Just you and me, dude. I almost installed a fucking ice thing, dude, to jump in. That's the you thing. Know why? People, it helps your brain. It gets you fucking high too. Being really hot than being really cold gets you really fucking high, bro. So that goes back to like the pot I used to smoke. Don't forget you might be wrong and don't forget that you're just witnessing your brain your your brain is noticing firefighters good money arlington alcoholics or whatever it is there's an outsideness that goes don't forget that might be wrong when you can have like a, a sauna experience and you totally feel like a different person you realize we're we're trapped in these meat puppets is yes. what i'm saying yes we're hurtling through space we're hurtling through space and like don't take your thoughts and your body so seriously, so seriously. if it can be changed with a cookie or a nap or a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or whatever it is, who, what are you doing acting like you're so permanent? People don't want accountability <laughs> for their for their experience. They want yeah. very badly to most people. It's a very simple way to go because it is chaos and we are just dying and everybody kind of <laughs> wants to figure it out. And the fact that the way that they figure that out is that they say, well, this is happening to me. I can't do anything about it. This is who I am. Yeah. These are the parameters that allow people to feel like they're in control. Right. That's and right. So, so if you say I could change this, ju- this, yes, I said that it cracks I hope open this your isn't universe. Too serious, but I was talking to my mother oh, last night, Ma. and she was complaining about my father, and I and I. It's always weird. 
I said to her at one point, I was like, this is psychologically damaging for me. And she was like, I don't care. She, yeah, she doesn't care. That's awesome. Because she needs help. And I, so then I, I sympathize. But she, she's talking about, what were we saying? Oh, she's like, I say, Mom, you can't just – I talk to her like a West Coast therapy person. Right. And I'm like, you can't just keep being the victim. You have agency. You have power. You deserve to be happy. You can make choices. And she goes, I am a victim. Like she just interrupts and screams, so, I am a victim. Dude, that's incredible. And she goes, I loved you your whole life. Now it's your turn to love me. And I go, I didn't know I was incurring a debt. That's what I said. I said to my mother, this is one of the final things we said. I said, I'm not your fucking recruit. I said, you are not You are not my fucking general. We are fucking humans. I am humans. not your recruit. It's like we are literally in this life. You have to ask me what works for me, and I ask you what works for you, That's and we come beautiful. to a fucking understanding. And I it am not your recruit. I mean, like, ooh. Wow. Yeah, that was not good. That was the beginning of the end. Yeah, you kind of like Dr. Drew is talking about like some generations seem to have kids like for them. I'm. I, by the way, my mother – Broke her back, for and me. I and 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 what I'm saying I is know, a, I know. nothing. It's more of Let's the not adult. Get too bogged it's more down of the adult yeah. adult relationship yeah, 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 that yeah. you have to recalibrate, right? Because right? you're I no agree. longer under her under her under her care. That's right. Or their care. She said something about like that, like that, and I wanted to be like. I've said this millions of times to both of them. I'm like, the parenting window's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I about that. I remind them constantly. I can't wait to be 40. I'm 39. So I can say, I'm 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I always like getting older. I've never dreaded getting older. And I think I just realized part of it is so I can scream the number at my parents. <laughs> That is why. Yeah. I've always just wanted it to be a bigger and better sounding well, number. And we haven't experienced this yet, but when our kid is old enough to want to recalibrate their relationship with us, that's going to be a fucking challenge. And we're going to have to look back and be like, all right, how did it not go well for us? Or did it go I well for us? I think we might be... I don't care if I sound cocky, because I like dreaming big. Bring it. Who fucking cares? Dude. I think there's a level of awareness achieved, like a video game. <laughs> like level five, 10 yeah. achieved. And then, yes. Xbox has given me the little fucking Dude, badge, ding, bro. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. It shows up when I log in. It says, you got the boundaries and the listening achievements. You are, you, here's your badge. Move on to fucking moving outside of this shell. That's and right. And learning to connect with uh, the higher power That's of the universe. <laughs> fucking, we had Dunkin' Donuts at 4 a.m. right now, bro. Oh, my God. Because my so mother, my mother was here. And she's very touchy. And my whole life, I, I had a joke about it. I would just be, she's Lithuanian, as if all people in Eastern Europe are touchy just groping other. their children. Uh. I, 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 okay. I love my mother. And I do think it's guileless. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think she's planning anything evil or trying to be inappropriate. But she's always putting a hand on my leg, like, you know, a little too close to the heat of my junk. You know what I mean? A little too close to the hammer, huh? Ma, if oh the God. diamond on your engagement ring is getting soft from the heat of my inner furnace, maybe slide the leg closer to the knee. So anyway, but I don't like it anyway. Right. It's just not for me. I'm holding my baby. So here it is. This is what we're talking oh, about. Yeah. I'm holding my baby, and my ma puts a hand like here. And yeah. I just go, and you know what? People listening, you want to save money on therapy? Just listen to this. Oh, yeah. Because this is what it is. It take and you, you. This is all therapy is. Is someone convincing you that you can say it will be okay, and you can say what I said, which is I'm not comfortable with that. That's all it is. It's the key. It's somebody going. That's fine. Self, that's therapy. Yes, that's okay. That's okay. To Why have don't you tell them that? Enough yeah. to say this is your boundary. But isn't that how you feel? 
yeah, but she'll probably, yeah, but it's okay to tell her how you feel. But then she'll say, well, that's how she feels. And you can negotiate and talk about that. It's fine. So all of therapy is just somebody calmly sitting there going like, it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to have a boundary. She, she doesn't mean anything by it. It doesn't matter. How does it make you feel? How crazy is it that <laughs> we are so battered shut as humans that like feeling, can I, I'm going to read you a poem. Bautism. Are you ready for this? Yeah, battered shut fucking, made me think of bautism. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can oh, I finish? Well. While so you look going, up the poem, you go. I you're not going to, gonna, no, 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 because you're not going to forget because you you're go. looking up the yeah, poem. hit me. She said, oh, um, Jesus. It's your own music. I would love that <laughs> Imagine, so much. I love me. I would love that. I'm, if you, I'm wicked. I've said a couple go things. Go in my house and say, Alexa, resume, and your fucking album comes on, bro. Uh, I do that at I my own house. <laughs> I go in and say, Alexa, who is Matt Nathanson? That's, and then it says my Wikipedia page back to me, and I'm like, me, God damn right. I've done. I've never done that. Play Pete Holmes just to see what it does. Really? Oh, sure. They, my wife just told me my kid think, did it the other day. Oh? She said, Dada. Uh, she said, Alexa, who is Matt Nathanson? And it talked to She goes, sometimes we do this for fun. And I'll That's be like, hilarious. oh my God. Jeez. And then what's weird is she'll grow up thinking that all kids did that to their dads. <laughs> yeah. What's your dad, Alexa? Yeah. Say, yeah. your dad. What's your dad? File not found. <laughs> oh, shit. Your Having dad doesn't exist on that. the internet. Boop. So anyway, uh, hand on leg. I oh, go, oh my God, mom. Yeah. Uh, baby in it. hand. And I'm holding the baby. So it's all, talk about full circle. We're in the circle of fullness. And I, and I lovingly just say, I'm not comfortable with the touching. And I, I sort of suggest, maybe over here, you want to touch my shoulder, you want to, you know, whatever. There's, a, there's areas you can touch, but I don't like this one. And she goes, um, Leela's right there. She goes, one day Leela's going to tell you to stop touching her. And I go, Ma, I don't call her Ma. I go, Ma, if my daughter ever tells me that I'm touching her and it's making her uncomfortable, I will, I'm going to cry. It's all good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never cried on my own podcast. It's all good. Do you have any idea how quickly I'll stop touching her? Yeah. All right. Read the poem. No, but that's the thing. I don't mean to get all... <laughs> I just touched you in sort of a... No, you can touch there. Yeah, that's I feel available like it's a joint you. situation that's where available it's, it's not soft. I actually am... I don't have a lot of physical boundaries. I hug fans. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like touching. Yes. Okay. I'm going to read this to you. It says, you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I'll tell you about mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese high in the clean blue air are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. And I just think I that's that. so killing because we get battered shut in our lives to, 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 dis, to think that what we feel is not, worthy or not correct that's right and it's like it's that's what made you think of that yeah. you do not have to be good why who, who wrote that so this is a woman that just passed her name is mary oliver she just died i, I don't know a ton of poems but i've read that one okay that's I, I mean wonder, dude, the family of things i mean like your place announce your place among the family of things because right. we feel like this is goes back to being an outsider and wanting to get and the being fuck a out recruit. of recruit yes and feeling like a recruit yes. that has to be good you that you can't be a part of this of like Chills. the fabric of everything Chills. that you can't be mad yeah and I can't be, be Pete, and I can't take an inventory, and I can't change, and that that that's I, I said clanistic, but that's tribe. Yeah, I I understand that there's a place to feel good in your tribe, but there's also a place to go. 
I want to find my family of things. I want to find where I belong, and I don't want to just like kind of like pretend I liked Baby Driver just so people you know right. want me to go to dinner with them. Yes, or you know after the movie, A thousand percent. <laughs> like I'd, I'd rather be myself. And you move three thousand miles away to create a new clan for yourself with your wife and your kid. Yeah, because that's how it works. That's right. Because we didn't get necessarily what we were supposed to get, and we were just aware enough to know it. That's right. And we were able to kind of like snap free that's, and get as far as we could. That's right. And we were able to make a decision, which is the other thing I like to say about I made bad decisions all the time about who my partner should be. But when I met my wife, I, it was like the one life raft moment Bye. where I was like, dude, I, I, this is the only good. And I didn't even know it was a good decision till 20 years later. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you listened to but a, you like knew, a small, inside, quiet voice yes. that was like, it's not the loudest one. In no, there. no, no. Because all these voices that are like, shut. what's your pe- what's your family going to think? Yep. She's not even from Boston. <laughs> and then you. <laughs> Is she a Noma fan? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. What are they going to think yeah. is cutting us off at the knees? And there's a quieter voice underneath there that goes, I think Val is my life raft. And when you get in the fucking sauna yeah. and you stand in your fucking backyard in the rain, yeah. you are dialed into it. That's right. This is the key to life. That's right. And it everybody is. can get it. It's just you have to quiet all the shit that's, and that's gotten in the a way. A therapist is the one that says it's okay. Yeah. And and I don't know what it is about the, the game that we're all stuck in. You have to hear it about 10,000 times oh. before you start saying. It's a habit that you've got to unwind. It's like it's... It, it, because the, they... Reptile brain learned it. They installed it. Yes. They installed they the did. buttons that totally. they push. Yep. And that's what's so troubling. It's the U2 album. On your iPod of a brain. That, ah, you have to go through so you much. You will never live it down. You have to go through so much to get rid of it. You will ne- We will never forgive you, Bono. <laughs> you gave us the Joshua Tree. <laughs> Shut up. You were on our iPod. Totally. Joshua Tree, Octave, my two favorite records of all time. But what the fuck was yeah. on my phone? Get off the there. Joey Ramone. <laughs> we don't want that no, shit. No, we don't. You wrote it with Ryan Tedder. That is hilarious. Kill me. But we're, anyway. we're we're in, no we're in a good area and then breaking the cycle, I I think so you felt that way too moving. I had to get out. Sometimes something psychological, the microcosm needs the macrocosm, and that's why I'm sort of, and I, I can be judgy of people that like stay oh, where how they're dare from. you really no judgy. I'm trying to have fewer pop ups. What I would normally say is like, I don't mean to be judgy sure. or I hope this doesn't sound judgy. So I'm actually trying to green light myself a little bit more and say, I can be judgy. Yep. <laughs> totally. And it's because you're being open. I'm being like, I'll be that open. I can be judgy. And if you live in the town you were raised in and work at the high school you went to, I mean, I shouldn't have said high school. Why, why do I have to pick? You know, like that's right. such a, you don't have to, that's I a totally noble get profession. It. Yes. But what I'm saying, if you work at fucking Steve's Ice Cream, but now that just sounds sad. What I mean is if you're stuck in that loop, there's sometimes I see people that had the same psychological burdens and I'm like, you would have done well to just break out. Yes. Your brain clicks. You have to kill either, and, and you got to see that road in the, in the rear view. You've got to kill your parents and the people yeah, that don't. Right. And at the same time, you have to kill your parents and you have to get away from your hometown. If you this end is, up getting, yeah. if you end up coming back to your hometown, I feel like it's very rare that the person that, even if they leave and go to college in California and live for a bunch of years and then they're like, I'm going back to Mass, actually. Right. Those people <laughs> are not, and this is judgy, 
We're being judgy. We're such dicks. But I feel like it's very hard to transcend and to move forward and to become wide open if you're returning to the place that you I were a damaged Couldn't agree person. more. Couldn't agree more. Because when I go there, I, my mom actually, when we were talking last night, she was like, she accused me of sounding like I was six years old. Oh, boy. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't say this, but I was like, yeah, because there's a vortex. It's mm. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When my parents visit me here, they lose their power. Yeah. They don't have their, it's like Superman too far from the sun. And yeah. And they're just these, I see them as these like vulnerable old people. You know what I mean? Suddenly they seem so like, Frail and yeah, so, yeah, we got to get these people security or a sandwich or something. In Boston, <laughs> they're on their throne of Red Sox baseballs and fucking whatever they're doing. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts dunks, cups. Dunks. And they, and they have, and that power fuels a crystal that activates a vortex that and you get that sucked I into. get sucked into. And maybe there are people there are people I've talked to some of them that that love their where they're from and don't feel this way and love their families in different ways. Obviously, we keep saying it. We love our families. Yes, we do. But there's this it's very damaging sometimes for me to go back and be this is where I felt this way and it's a shock when the feeling is still there waiting for you. Yes. In the faces of the people that you see in the locations that you saw when you were only waist high and you're just like, "Oh no." Getting away can be very, very good. It's huge. And it changes the way you think about reality. Yeah. I think if you're fortunate enough to go to a new place and start tinkering with your consciousness and and kind of become a new person, or at least a more open version of yourself, a more a freer version of yourself, looking in your rear view or going back to those places where maybe those people didn't have those opportunities or maybe they were just stubborn and didn't do it can be really psychically draining to be back there a thousand percent and it can also be though if you're seeing it from a different perspective it can be incredibly helpful because you go you go there you're dropping in for a short period of time and you can kind of if you have um somebody with you who is a good uh person to interpret what's going on they can help you sort of see it gives you good perspective on how far you've come and how far you who you aren't anymore. Yeah. That's crucial. I think going back to places and seeing people that you knew and They're even checkpoints. A thousand percent. They're checkpoints. And it doesn't mean you don't, don't love it. Don't put your bags down right, at the, at the third of, checkpoints. Yes, yes. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. Mario needs to get all the way to world eight. An amateur would have said nine, but there's only eight. Uh, there is, uh, yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> In the first one. I'm an Atari 2600 person even. I go fucking, I'm a little older. Oh, slightly Pitfall? Older. Pitfall, loved it. You're, yeah, you're, we're bo- both born in the same decade at least. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I gave the, it a goog. But that's a... <laughs> I asked... I asked you fucking looked that shit up. Oh my God, I love the fucking internet. <laughs> oh, dude, what I was going to say, we're talking about what breaking is that the thing fucking... That you're it's espresso. Oh but God. I put it in a glass. It looks super nice. I like to see nice. how like guinness it. it looks. It looks like Guinness. And you know, when you stop Vitamin drinking... Vitamin G. Uh, <laughs> Vitamin G. Oh my God, Guinness! Does anybody have better PR Ugh. than fucking Guinness? It's, I don't know. I've, I've never had it, but it looks literally like you're drinking like peat moss. Yeah, like and bread mulch. It's like it's yeah, yeah. dark Lithuanian bread and peat moss, and that somehow there's a head on it. Ugh. It's actually added. <laughs> I've been to the brewery. Uh, Listen, oh. but they have so they're like there's so much iron in Guinness. Did you know there's all this iron? And they used to give it to soldiers after they donated blood. I was like. 
Yeah. Also, my friend Patty Mac had nine of them and took a shit behind Fenway, bro. It's not a fucking nutritional supplement. How dare you, Guinness? Come at us like a Tony Robbins seminar and be like, this is going to open up your life. When I was a kid, my mo- I was a heavy set kid and I would eat and I'd be like, I, I want to eat better. And, and my mom goes, uh, she goes, well, you should have Fig Newtons. They have figs in them. That's fruit. Hilarious. And I was like, and that was how we, in the 80s, that was how See, we, what we knew about I'm, nutrition. There's a slight age difference, but I'm right there with yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I actually, I was a heavy kid. Oh, you you I, were as well. I was the fat kid. Uh, I say that with love about myself, the fat kid, because I felt like in the eighties we were looking for the fat kid. Who's the fat kid? Right. Because <laughs> Stephen King, you want to cast fault Goonies? It was. Yeah, yeah. I never liked Goonies. The truffle shop. Lift up your shirt and yeah, jiggle, dude. The worst. Fuck you. The worst. I haven't taken. I'll burn down your house. How many times I'll have you taken your shirt burn up in down public? Lynn. I've taken. Dude, I swam with probably, a t-shirt on until I was 18 Dude, I've probably old. still only taken my shirt off in public five times. That's what's so liberating about the sauna walk. I know. That's why I wasn't giving you shit about it. It's incredible. That's I, No, it's very liberating. Oh, my God. It's the best. I'm naked in my house all the time, and all my neighbors, I'm certain, can see, and my wife will be like, dude, do you think you maybe should shut the shit? I'm like, no. If That's they want to so fucking funny. look at me, they can look at me. And but I'll tell you what I'm naked. not going to do is jiggle for your amusement. No, I'm you, you I am not bullies. your fucking... I'm not your dancing monkey. That's right. Truffle shuffle. Worst. And that kid had to do take after take. Not to after mention it take. broke his. It probably broke him for the rest of his life. All those people, like who's the kid that's super buff that's that dates Rebecca Romaine Stamos, but used to be that's him. Holy Is shit! It him? It's the that's the one. Was the that too close? Was that kid? a weird no, touch? I, like I, I just gave a back. We're humans. Like the, sort of knuckle. I like to, to, to calf. Shin. Yeah, to shin. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like a fucking armor plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might as well be driving it's into a, a wall bone. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's the kid from Goonies is no now, shit. and he's skinny, and he like likes to take his shirt off a bunch and show his six pack. Of course, that's an illness. Yeah, Jesus. you drove the way that our parents should pay for our therapy bills. The the writer of Goonies should pay for his gym membership, a thousand percent. And can I tell you something that's very real? I can guarantee after he did take nine in the wide. Of him lifting up and jiggling his fat belly for every for all the fucking genetically superior skinny kids. I hate those kids. Eat a dick, you fuck. Oh, it well, won't show. It's unbelievable. Eat ten dicks. You, you don't the, seem to gain weight like literally, I Literally, it could just be. It's crazy. Then they get fat in their old age, and I kind of like that I little belly that. situation. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, it. it looks like you had a little bit of narcissistic. Oh, it narcissistic. looks like it happened to you. Food affects people yeah, differently, and whatever was helping you yes. seems to slow down. Yeah. Guess what? I never had it. Welcome to fucking hell, dick Dude. breath. Uh, <laughs> it's not hell, though. Love no. your body. Good loving. <laughs> You're the best. It's not hell. Love we were, you. We were love, sold Love alive. you, skinny, attractive people. No, I mean fat people. No. It's not, it's oh, not, fat it's people not for sure. To be, to be a little soft. Any whoozle woozle. The writer of Goonies, I'm sure, went over to that kid and was like, you know, this is great. Like, like some sort of pep talk. You know, we're not laughing at you. It's just in the script. It's very important for the character. No, you're the punchline. Thousand percent. See you at Curves. Yeah. I couldn't think of a gym. Dude, or the Diet Center. Do you remember the Diet Center downtown no. Lexington? Oh, my God. Oh, dude. DTL? Oh, yeah. <laughs> downtown Lex. Downtown Lex. Take like Express over to the fucking Diet they Center? They had the Diet Center, and they would give you like... Because, dude, back in the 80s, nobody knew anything about nutrition. Well, that's what I'm saying. Figs and Fig Newtons. Yeah. I, like... We were a no soda house, but we were a fucking milk house. We'd come home from Sugar you know the, where the p- 
pool is and the basketball. We play basketball all day. Come home and chug milk, dude. It's like literally. It, I used to bliss out if I drank milk because all the sugar. <laughs> my, I'd, hit, I'd hit like a glycemic coma, and I would drink like a thing of milk, and then I just stare at the fucking wall. Yes, I'd be like, course. "This is the greatest thing." Ever. That's because milk natural. is the devil. Milk is the devil, dude. I had my first glass of water. If I went to a friend's house growing up in Boston and they gave me water. At the dinner table, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what "They is were this? hippies." Dust bowl. Yeah. Do you guys only watch PBS over yeah. here? What the fuck? What you got a fucking Subaru Outback? That's too early. But you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be like, "Looks like your Chevy Nova outside with the yeah. fucking coat hanger holds the door yeah, on." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Do you? Oh, you probably get your books from the library. <laughs> ah, oh. reading other people's books. Jesus Christ, they're dirty. But that, I mean, like the I sort of look back on it now. Talk about things we'd like to do differently, like just. Telling somebody a little bit about nutrition yeah. and being like, milk isn't a hydrating, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, what are we doing acting like this is like a normal thing? I would drink half a gallon of milk a Thousand. day easily. Yes. Easily. Do we, dude, I, up until probably 15 years ago, I was like, yeah. big, I was milk. I was like, yeah. My this throat is it. coated. Oh my god! It just felt like drinking nah, glue, nah. And, and you'd be like, "I might as well have fucking like stuck a flaky puff up my ass." Yes, you know what I mean, and just let it like sort of dissipate into my system. It's a Nick Nick Kroll has a bit about how Alan Rickman sounds like he just had a glass of milk. We were all walking around just uh, like, going and you get the milk Mr. bubble. And yeah, it would bubble on Potter. Yeah, Potter, Mister Potter. It's so gross. Yes, that. It's essentially drinking like you, you just can't get with it. What are they going to say about us? Sometimes I wonder. Oh, for sure. What are what are? Well, they'll be like, "Oh my God, he got." So I think about this. He got into his infrared sauna it, and then jumped into an ice bath because he thought it was it helped him. Right. That's what I feel the same way. Like because so I whatever we're doing a will thousand be the percent. Thing. There's because 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 education, like we talk about, not to bring it back full circle, but it's an ever evolving experience. That's right. And so and you know what? Nutrition, I'll stop doing a it. Thousand if we percent. get new intel. Well, you'll also start. Stop doing it if it doesn't work. That's right. And it's like, but what it comes down to is nutrition is the most evolving, like knowledge based thing yeah. we've got that humans interact with all the time. So it's constantly changing. That's right. Soy, no soy. Okay, right. I'm, I'm down. I'll follow that. If that's right. the you brought us eggs, eggs, no yeah. eggs. Right. That's like the classic. Example. A thousand percent. I hear that. Moderation. I'll send you this book. I'm going to send you a book. That's I'm, just a light. I love it. You know your showbiz. It was a light and just a thing. One hour light. Yeah, I like it. I like to know. She where did it. We're she at. made it herself. I know. She wrote it with a finger. Oh my god! On dude. a fucking iPhone, dude. Oh. It looks like uh, you got good handwriting. She's got nice cartoonish handwriting. It's fucking Jim Davis's granddad. Oh my god, <laughs> Garfield is it real? Oh my god! Oh my god! Garfield. She fucking hates Tuesdays. Oh, no, she took god. it to the next level. She doesn't mind Monday. The adrenaline. You know, you wake up fucking hungover. <laughs> You smell like fucking barbecue and camel lights. You go to work. You don't even fucking know what day it is. Tuesday. It's the second day you have to go to work. Yeah. I hate that. And I'm only okay about lasagna. Jenny Davis. Wah, wah, wah. Jenny, just is that K- Katie Davis. Is that, that's his wife's name? Katie no, Davis? No. Jim Davis is alone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Jim Davis is alone. There's your cutback point. I yeah. made a too dark Jim Davis yeah, joke. Did. That was dark, but I like but it. But we're back. And who's the guy that does uh, Dilbert that kind of hates... Dilbert, uh, bro. Oh, you reading The Globe? No. Oh, my God. I love uh, Family Circus. They get the craziest shit on that thing 
dude, they're always in the craziest stuff. Oh, did you see how he went home from school the other fucking oh my day? God, he had his books and they were wrapped in a wire. And, and he, he went around. to the fucking horse races for 20 minutes if you follow that line. Oh, my God. Uh, I had one thing that we were about yeah, to say, but what we, did you have something you no, were about to I say? No, I don't at all. Because I was just talking about breaking the fucking cycle, bro. Yeah. And Val says, oh, remember? I'm tying off a point I made 30 years ago. Was I was like, you're an artist. Give me a fucking tuba. <laughs> and you have every discernible emotion. That's true. In, a, in the course of a day, I'm not trying to, well, that's a pop-up. It doesn't matter how you take this. It's true. I'll feel joy, 10, 10 out of 10 joy. I'll feel despair. I'll feel despondent. I'll feel euphoria. Yep. I'll feel interconnectedness with the universe. I'll feel smart. I'll feel stupid. I'll feel hopeful or whatever it is, like all of them in the course of a day. There's my, I'll feel rage for my dog. Um, I'll feel disgust and then I'll feel like love. Yep. And then she's like, but no matter what, so this is the compliment for myself. She goes, you never treat me differently. And I'm like, that's the fucking goal. Bro. Yes. So we're talking about raising kids or, or being, it's bothering, you can't hear you wanna, it in the mic. You want to stop? No, wanna... no, no. I just, like, what is he doing outside? He's not a fucking outside dog. No, well, he is now. How do you get outside? Was he smoking a cigarette? <laughs> he was. He got locked out probably. Accidentally. The locked idea, himself well, out. I'm here. Having a cig. Listen, sometimes Naked Pete goes out and Val's locked me out. That's happened a few oh. times. So naked, sweaty feet goes around to the front. Oh no, there's a there's a hide a key in a fucking oh, lockbox. Good job, so dude. Old, good job, dude. They're not gonna get you. Naked Pete with his weird birthmark on his butt that looks like Australia. We call it Australia. Oh, so I have good. to. My brother called it the shit stain. Thank you. Uh, I look. Do you get along with your brother? And- we're closer than we've ever been. You know why? Because at a certain point, I stopped treating him like uh, I had seen my parents right. treat him. Right. Which is wanting him to be not fish and chip spicy. Right. Not whatever he was, they just didn't seem to enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> they would rather he be sort of like, I don't know, more, I don't know. He's not like a politician. Is he's he your like only brother? You only have one brother? brother? Okay. So he's not, he's not like a shake, pressing the flesh and charming everybody. He's like a quiet, hilarious, super smart guy. And I just started loving him for who he is. Yep. I know that's sad. Talk about therapy. You just start loving them for who they are it's instead of... But sometimes you can inherit the idea that your brother, your brother's a weirdo, huh? Is he? You know what I mean? Yes. They, it like, did, fucking, what are you doing to me? It's the control that they want to control. Why are you telling me my own brother's yes. weird? Yeah. Why am I the third grown-up in this relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're talking shit about Why my brother? Why am I the only grown-up in this relationship? Oh, oh you didn't. Let's go you to Kelly's roast space. You didn't. But that's the idea is... What were we saying? Because, oh, being transparent with our kids, telling them that we feel doubt, telling them that we feel shame, telling them that sometimes you go like, hey, I am judgmental sometimes. I'm wrong all the time. time. That's my mantra. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong all the time. I'm wrong all the time. I'm wrong all the time. And then, but what's consistent, and this is getting a little Hallmark, Hallmark movies, bro. Bring it. But you love them. Yeah. And I'm always kind. Yep. Patient and open. Open, I think, should have been the first one. Yeah. Openness is what people are mistaking for love all the time. Well, and- I'm not loving people necessarily actively going like, nice jacket. What you're feeling 
<laughs> I want to be like, what you're feeling, dipshit, is openness. Well, gratitude I'm not projecting anything onto you. I'm not looking this is to anything from you. And you're not a resource. Like, uh, I'm uh, psychically giving you space yes, to, to bleed into me. Yes. I'm going, you want some real estate? It's fucking free to generate in my psyche. Well, so I'll mow down this whole fucking forest of a fucking plot of some shit I was going to write. And I'll mow it down and make space for that story about how your dad was a sailor. Right. Get in here. Yeah. You want some space to run around free like a sauna naked baby? It's free for me to make. I like it. And I'll fucking do it. And, that's, and, that's here's, and, and I'm going to tell you the second part of this, and then I have to pee really bad. Do it. The, the, here's the second part of it. You also can close people out of that and say, I don't want what Boundaries. you have to offer. That's right. In, in I don't have the time or the space or the energy to give to I, what you're selling. My friend, uh, my friend told me her parents were visiting, and she said her mantra the whole time was, I am a smooth stone. So like nothing in, sure. nothing a out. thousand percent. She said her parents were there. She did a fucking load of laundry. Dude. She said, you want to sit on the couch? I'm doing some fucking Because we laundry. take things too seriously, <laughs> don't we? That's right. We take Why everything Why do we have to, it's not Downton to, Abbey. It is not. We don't have to sit at an ornate table We're with not going to lose our, you know, like, it, it's just, nothing is as heavy as our brain You're fucking A, it. right. Your brain is telling you a story yes. about you and your parents, yes. and it's this is all therapy. It's an old story. Yes, it's an old story. Dude. And guess what? It was fake the first time you heard yes. it. Yes, you know what that it was smells propped like? up liberation. Dude. Go go take a pee. I have to pee. Do you mind? I'm Not at pee. all. Everybody's taking peepees on the podcast lately. <laughs> you can fucking edit that, but I've always wanted one of those. No, of course I have a squatty potty. Oh my bone. god, dude, uh, your bathroom it's is a like fucking game changer. Everything we're talking about. What do you mean? You fucking you shit in the right position based on something that you purchased, <laughs> right? Fuck that makes egg. your shitting easier. Open up, as opposed. Open it up, dude. <laughs> it's supposed to be a joy. It's, it's not supposed to be a struggle. <laughs> and then I gotta pass that umbrella. And then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then you, I mean, it's just fucking awesome. I had the veal palm at Mario's and it ain't working with me, bro. It's kicking me. No, yeah. Did you, uh, it's also a bidet. I saw that. It looked awesome. I did not use that, but only because I don't know you well enough. But I mean, it's a strong showing. Yeah. Get in there. I'm a big fan of anything that makes saving up joy. That was just joy. It is joy. You know, there actually is therapy in there. Is something I've said this a million times. Is I used to wait. Maybe this is autism. I used to wait till I was dating someone to do nice things. You know what I mean? Like buying yourself a fucking squatty potty. Right. This is for Darren. You know what I mean? Yes, that's a beautiful Amazon, Darren. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you do it one day, one day. Yeah, five ninety nine. I want. I want my next shit to be glorious. <laughs> five ninety nine. Get that shit here tomorrow. That's beautiful. I used to go like for some reason it felt impolite to want to do like having a sauna. I understand that having a sauna puts me in a certain like fancy pants bracket. Nope. Okay, thank you. Not that at all. An old I disagree. They're not that expensive. Nope. And that's that's therapy. That's me going like I'm hey. spending my money where it matters to help myself. And I used to go to a place yes. where they had them, and I was going there a lot, and I figured out I wanted one. It wasn't just like, and I use it every day. So don't here. Let me let's just not say even something. Apologize. I didn't when I said that thing about the sauna. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I did. I might have on some level been self conscious about it myself. 
Oh. oh, but not oh, not because of I want one. I didn't want. Okay, I didn't want you to think that I was. I, well, and like, I don't want don't you to think. Me. No, no, and I don't want you to think that any any of that static came probably came from that. But anyway, that's the thing that's so crazy is like my therapist said something the other but day. That, that is autism to be like squatty potty, huh? Oh, that's what. Like, be, yeah. Even if you want it, yeah. But I said squatty potty because it's so awesome. No, I. I but felt yes, that. but that's but, but somebody else would be something. like, yeah. What, gonna, be, what did you say to your therapist? Oh, my therapist said to me if someone was. I wrote a uh, not to. Uh, this sounds awful. Right, you gave yourself a. Compliment? May talk, I tell you yeah. a lyric about that I wrote? It's I, a little embarrassing that we haven't talked about. I don't yet, care so at all about music. that. Yeah, I'd ki- the lyric is "I'd kill anyone who treat you as bad as I do." Yeah, right. But that, what it comes down to is, if you turn that around, and that's you think, how I feel about my mind. That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about. If people treated my wife and my kid the way I treat myself, yeah, and and, and the way it's I neglect myself, nuts. It's, it's nuts. Fucking nuts. That's why. You know, you'd have to go back in the archives of this podcast if to go through week by week me having this epiphany. But there was a time where it was really valuable for me to be getting into some of the cheesier stuff. And I say cheesy with love, like the Tony Robbins and some of the sure. self-helpy stuff. Because he was who turned me on to the idea of like, get a fucking squatty potty. He didn't say that. But that's essentially he was what like, he's saying. You don't like, I think it's autistic to be like. Uh, this place needs a woman's touch. That's like a thing sure. people in Boston, there's people, a lot of people would say. And what does that mean? That means like it needs some nice stuff. Yeah. Hey, fucko, get some flowers. Dude, look at the Gillette commercial. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Well, people are literally like, they're taking away masculinity. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. We have this just, people are so unempowered yeah. in their lives that they have to be on every side. They have to feel attacked when people are standing up for th- other people. Yeah. It's fucking... Is that what it is? It's showing like a softer for side sure. of men? I, what I always want to say is like, let's live in the... And I haven't seen it, but like, just live in the in-between. Can't, can't, you know, can't it be both? Like, can't you enjoy like some good old-fashioned Jason Statham? Yeah, I know how to change attire, men or women, that yep. sort of masculine power. And also, men and women can have that part that just goes like... I want to live somewhere beautiful. Well, that's the thing about all I'm this stuff. I'm going to print out that poem and put it on my desk. And you have a problem with yes. that? Yes. That's botism. Of the, it is. If I had that poem on my desk and someone goes, you're reading poems, dude, bro? Dude. You're a vampire. When you and say- you know what I do to vampires? Wh- I'm you, Van Helsing, bitch. Oh. I'm wearing big old buckle boots. You fucking shoot a, you, you <laughs> I, shoot I, a wooden stake dude, out of a gun. I have a stake gun, <laughs> but I want the intimacy of driving this in hand and, hand and knuckle. <laughs> I'm coming at you. I'm going to get on top of you like I'm two gonna kids roughhousing. I'm going to give you a gentle kiss because I want you to know that I'm not killing you in a fit of passion. Yeah. You have to go. Yep. The vampire in you has to go, and I'm going to enjoy this. When, think about it. <laughs> think about it. On a, and not to get political, but the idea that like when you said stop shooting black uh, kids or black men or black women – I wish the police would stop. And it became, why do you hate the police? Yeah, that's right. That's fascinating to me, right? That's like like a type of... It is a type of autism. It's a type of thinking. Yeah, like... If one thing, then the other. Then the other. Yeah. Yes. It's like... like, That's completely brilliant and completely true. It's fascinating to me. What were you thinking in the bathroom other than the squatty... Uh, Well, first of all, you have an incredible poem about trees that ties into what we were talking about. Round-ass trees. Yep. 
and uh, you have a book about nakedness in the with and the also naked now. Yeah, and what happens when you die is your comic book. Yeah, that's right. And uh, all it was all thousand percent. And then you had a picture that it looks like you drew yeah, of a right. fucking scarecrow and a and a crow in a therapy session. Yeah, talking about that. I mean, that did you draw that? <laughs> I did. Yeah, you are fucking. That's See, that's awesome. that's self love too because it seems like. Like, I don't like myself all the time, but there's like, you're trying to be kind to yourself. Yeah. So putting up your own cartoon or enjoying your own record, which I heard you talking about your most recent record is something that you actually can right. listen to for pleasure. These are things that I don't think you have to be from Boston to have like a healthy dose of like, what are you fucking better than us? Yes. In fact, if I could, I, I know we've talked a lot of shit about Bring Boston. It. Bring it. The last time, one of the last times I was in Boston... I uh, I was at a funeral, unfortunately. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. I love him to death. I still talk to him, still think about him. My Uncle Larry died. And at his funeral, someone came up to me. And this is the most Boston thing I've ever fucking heard in my fucking life. Because, oh, you know, I'm on fucking TV now, bro. Yeah, they and someone comes you. up to me and uh, and goes like, look at you. Uh, what did, I want to get exactly how she phrased it. She's like... So, Peter, look at you. All your dreams coming true. And it wasn't what she said. It was underneath it. My brother was there, and we laughed so hard. Was the most clearest, like Whitney Houston singing the Star Spangled Banner, the clearest go fuck yourself I've ever heard in my life. And underneath that, you think you're better than me. Yes. And that is also stitched in the Massachusetts state flag. You think you're better than me? Yeah. That's the How Irish. dare you? Guess what? Irish Catholic. Jake Bono said this thing about, he goes, in any other place, people look at the house on the hill and they say, I can't wait to get there. And in Ireland, they look up and they say, I can't wait to get him. That's hilarious. That's a, like He says, like, that's just the way it is. I can't wait to get him. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. I want to get him. Yeah. There's this, I, I re, I've probably said this a hundred thousand times on this podcast, but Jake Johansson has this bit where he goes, I think he's from Indiana. And he goes, I'm from Indiana until I realized we were free to leave, (laughs) which is a perfect joke. And it's also very important. You're free to leave. Yes. Talk about the stories that you're being told. That's why I'm talking about tribe and clan. Yep. A lot of times I I don't want to. I'm not going to say that because that's me going like I've noticed a pattern. I just don't know if people know. And it takes therapy to know that it's an option to reject the story you were given. And that's why I find it very moving stories about trans people and stuff. I'm like, their plight is certainly way harder and and much more extreme. But we're all in the process of figuring out who we really are and and sharing that with the world. That's why it's very emotional. Can you you imagine what it would be like? First of all, uh, the thing about the clan, just to circle back the tribe, every time I hear somebody speak in a slightly Boston accent, I get... I get homesick yeah. and I don't even really miss it, but I get homesick and I want to talk to them. And when I talk to them, I get chills because I'm <laughs> connecting to somebody who is from the same area. And this, yeah. I don't, but this feels like a Boston thing. But then the other thing you're saying, I think about this a Isn't lot. Interesting. Like, Nostalgia and chills. And chills. Yeah. And then the other it's like part. The French probably have a word for that. <laughs> oui. Oh, yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have made it sound so stupid. Oh, yeah. well, that was me trying to sound French, not make fun of the French. Uh, it's, it, it, I felt like. Et je ne le dois. Ah, c'est bon. Oh, c'est bon. Oh. Et uh, tu as un bon cul. Uh, pousse. That means you have a nice I ass. I just said pousse. Pousse. 
Pousser. Peut-être pousser. They can make anything sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Vagina. 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 The other thing, though, is what we're talking about. My as I get older, my brain has trouble connecting the universe back to itself. But we're talking about something awesome. Oh, being okay. So as a straight white man, we have all right society in this particular society shines on us a certain uh, elevated light of like we get we're, we're sort of so all our struggles that you and I have right are society is at least on our side on a fundamental <laughs> way right that's right then you deal on a level of like imagine if you were born into a body that was a different set like you were trans yeah. imagine if you're an african-american uh man who gets pulled over in their own neighborhood six times a month in their car by the police who say where are you going i get mad when i'm in a line at starbucks and somebody can't figure out what they want to Order. Yeah, that's right. Can you? I would not last a minute, buddy. It, I mean, as a woman, as a, it's like because I feel so entitled. My to like, privilege game is yes, strong. Strong. <laughs> I off. I often Dude, say to myself, "If I walk into a theater that I'm playing and the security guard doesn't know oh. who I am, that's how I know I couldn't handle." Yeah. Or that I know that sounds like a joke, but that's sort of. That's a point zero 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 repeating one percent degradation. Imagine in your own neighborhood being pulled over just for driving or whatever. So I do check so my, my privilege breaks, all my the time. Breaks, yes. Check check my entitlement is what I do when I'm driving and I feel mad and I'll be like, how entitled do I feel to whatever it is that's making me mad right now? I do this all the time. I'm mad. Why am I mad? Is it am I feeling entitled to get to my place faster or that this person's dumb for not or whatever it is? And it's like it. It really downgrades the sad, the anger. You know what I mean? That's like, right. It, can I? Can I? It's interesting because we talk about these two ideas on the podcast, and they're both important. One is checking privilege and understanding that um, your problems are sort of bullshit. Uh, and then there's the other one, which I, which because of my autism, it took me hard, like, to come to terms with the fact that like my issues were my issues, yeah, and they were valuable yes. to me. And that we don't have to like – it's like if – stop shooting black children. Why do you hate the cops? It's like I'm saying my problems matter to me and they're real to me. And that doesn't mean that they're better or stronger or more yes. painful than yours. So that took a lot of therapy. I'm just – I just yep. wanted to take the chance. I, I'm down. Because I still – like my brother and I will hang out and he'll say like – I'll hear him use a qualifier like – you know, it's it's not like mom and dad were hitting us because they weren't. That's it, and I'm course. like, yeah, but it's, you know, you just say it because I know you have to hear it 10,000 times. So I like to squeeze it in. It's okay. What, like making fun of fish and chips spicy yeah. is its own sort of subtle thing. Yep. And, and you know, that's why when you say, they go, you want a fucking soda? There's something about, it's like a river of bones. You know what I mean? It's trying to wade through a river of dry bones, and they're moving, and you have to get to It's icky and it irky. It slows and, you down. And for, it slows yes. you down. Well, Richard Rohr says your family is like a bucket of crabs, and you're a crab. And when crabs are trying to get out of a bucket, the they reason start, they can't yeah. is because the other crabs are trying to use them as leverage to get out so no one gets out. Whoa. When really the crabs should go like, all right, yep. one at a Let's time. Organize. Tim, get down there. <laughs> Michael, Michael, stop it. Stop we touching your sister. Get, get over here. Can I relate so hard to what you're saying? Oh, though? my God, yes. Because as, every time, first of all, I'm loving doing the Boston. And every time you do it, I feel that nostalgia. Yeah. I, but what's funny is all I need to do is, 
I was going to be funny and say smoke a joint. That's not even true because smoking a joint does not help me enjoy a movie. I, I, it helps me go, why am I looking at a flat <laughs> representation of life? <laughs> what am I doing? My wife always says if you smoked pot, you'd scratch your skin off. You'd be like the 1% <laughs> that like doesn't mellow out. You like literally crawl the fucking side of That's the wall. Interesting. Yeah. It does take practice. Oh, I'm God. not saying it's something you should practice I feel like into. it's something that when I'm older I'm going to drink wine and I'm because I'm missing out and I'm going to smoke pot and probably like sports those are the things oh, and I'm going to learn karate it. those oh. are the other because <laughs> I feel like when I get into fights I have to hit people with things when I did in the past or whatever like I want to be able to kill with hands that's funny do you know what I mean like Van Helsing oh yeah but, yeah a kiss to the forehead <laughs> a gentle kiss it's like kind of tender <laughs> so good like, I think he does love me and then he kills the vampire yes not you your vampire um, he does love him, by the way, metaphorically, on a certain level. Yes, because right? he understands that it, when good exists, evil exists. Yes. And as Ramin Nazar, I've said it a million times, when you move forward, behind you exists. And he's the so mirror. So Van Helsing goes, oh, Jesus. oh, as soon as I exist, you exist. I mean, see every, this is an adaptation, see every movie about Batman and the Joker. I mean, look at my painting, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see my painting? That's Batman and the yes, Joker I hugging, bro. It. That's fucking true. I fucking painted Batman hugging the motherfucking oh, Joker, bro. So good, because don't forget, we're not here to agree. We're in a world of polarity and, yes. du- and duality. I'm going to tell you one thing that I want to talk about. Hit it. How crazy is it that we Make see the world with it. through our own lens, right? Every individual has their own lens. And in a situation like this, it's fascinating that anyone can communicate at all because we're in marriages where we can are intimates and we count on them to do something and to push. We push them, they push us, yeah. right? You don't ask other people to do that, only your intimates. <laughs> and so, but even then, they misinterpret sometimes the words you use. Like oh, you, and it's a wonder we ever... Cra- that yeah. we can communicate at all. Yeah. We are a bunch of fucking people that think that when they... T- 120 character tweet or whatever, 140... Yeah, that's right. That somebody's going to be able to understand. understand that it's a miracle that we ever do. Uh, love is a def- different definition of love than you, what you have. Uh, faith, sex, well, s- sweetness. The chemistry of what you're feeling, yeah. you are a universe. I'm not being hippie Bring it, yet. hippie! And saying you oh are. Oh my God, I love this. But you are a universe and, and you're constantly swirling and yeah. changing. That's why I think it's so comical that people are like, I'm Bill. Bill's a happy guy. Yeah. Bill likes bread. Bill likes bread that he loves to walk to work. It's like, Bill, you're giving me the stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're everything. Yes. And no none is pure sweetness. And no villain is pure evil. No. You know what I'm saying? It's and like, no one is altruistic, by the way. They always are driven on some level by something yeah. that gives them a satisfaction. And there might be there might be a real breakthrough in going like an altruist, then a true altruist might be the person that goes like, and that's there too. That's yeah. what Ramdas would say is that like, yeah, you get a feeling of self-worth. You lay down at night. Sometimes I go like, oh, my podcast helps people. Yep. Just make peace with it, yep. you fucking meat puppet. And don't identify with the thought. Right. That's what I mean. Just go like, there's my ego. It's very helpful for me to just go, I'm awareness, and I'm observing Pete, and there's my ego, and my ego's proud of himself, and I'm not attached or uh, uh, you know, averted to it. You know what I mean? Yes. I just go, yeah, clocks tell time, and Pete feels proud of himself. Yes. And, and the okay. ocean undulates. Sometimes Pete's horny. That's the that's Can the botism. Can we just fucking shit in a hot that's dog bun and call it Coney Island? That's the botism is that you can't give yourself a compliment. 
this is the other part too is like if you when i do well i have to be like it's okay like that's just i did okay i did the job yeah but i can never be like i'm a worker i I fucking i nailed that and i feel it when i talk to my dad he said to me once recently too where he said you're a really good your performer and he said a compliment to me and i almost like shut down i was like why are you like my i was short circuiting (laughs) because we are not born in boston it might be the world but boston for sure right we are not born to feel better than just zero like at at best it's nice to be important but it's more important to to be be nice. nice that's my father oh my god and meanwhile i'm sure in my dad's head there's kingly trumpets, like long trumpets that only play one note, and you just blast them. He is singing the Jay Holmes theme song most of the day, but you keep that shit to yourself, Peter, because you're in a world no one needs to know. It's like, okay. And look at his son cutting his poetry. fucking stomach open every fucking second. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of yes. Course, of course I would. Oh, my God. <laughs> What do you think? Because blowing one note trumpets, one blowing. note trumpets, <laughs> Jay, Jay Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> Holy shit! He's here, bro. Um, because Val is leaving, and I'm going to take care of the baby Lee. You know, yeah. but we should talk about the meaning of plus. Uh, yeah, this is Dude, wonderful. This was fucking. But we should. This, this is, is this is great. I'm not even saying you have to leave. I'm just saying I'm going to have to go get the baby. Oh my god! <laughs> but so good because this was unexpected and just delightful. Because I didn't know you. Yeah, I know. And we haven't even talked about music. It's or comedy so much or more fun to just great? get fucking. I love this, dude. Yeah, fucking great. This is the Boston part of us. Instead of wanting to fucking talk about how our own accomplishments, yeah. we'd much rather fuck. At least this is the hippie Boston. This where, is the like kid we, with yeah. the nose chain. Boston. Yes, yeah, yeah. We'd rather. And I used to see that Steve McCabe, all the kids that I went to high school with that were the freaks. So, and I say that with love. We'd get, we'd get together, we'd talk like yeah, this. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? As best we could. But, it yeah, wasn't a, in the limited level. way. I'm, you know, I'm 40. I'm 40! What high school, uh, what what school did you go to prior to Lexington High? You went to Clark or Diamond? No. Clackies. Clacks. And then before Clark? I didn't go to Clack. I, I went to Cambridge Friends. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went to a hippie school. Oh, and before, how? what was Cambridge Friends? Uh, it was K through 8. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was sort of out of the system, bro. Great. So I was as well. Oh, really? I went from... Kindergarten to fourth grade, then fifth grade on, I was out of the system. Oh, wow. And my brother was out of the system, then got kicked out and came back into the system. See, that's that tribe thing, too. I remember when I got to the high school, I was like, this is weird that people were like, clack a diamond. And you know what? We talked a lot of shit about my parents. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Irina, for your love. And also for showing me without even necessarily articulating, not even meaning to, that sometimes you go... I went to Cambridge Friends School. Not that it was a better school or a fancy school, but it's like it, there's a power in breaking the assumption. It's, it's very like, on your parents it's that very they did unlike, that. That's you know incredible. Why? It's because my mother was terrified of us getting – because she's a child of World War II. Wow. She was a refugee in uh, fucking Lithuania. Whoa. And uh, I know. <laughs> so like I'm like, why don't you get that there's sugar and fig newtons? <laughs> I'm like she's like this we is, ran from. That's Canada. the gratitude part that we have to work on for sure. I know. Empathy is a strong. That's yeah. a, I think that's my 60s. I'm going to figure that out. I have so much Holy of that. Shit. Like there's just there was just a good snapback of autonomy and whatever boundaries, whatever you want to call it. So uh, she was so worried that me and my brother would be drafted that she sent us to Quaker school because wow. she thought we would have a better chance of a way of saying we're Quakers. We, we're passive. Passive, yeah. Yeah. Passive. So anyway, what do you think uh, 
how were you raised religiously and what are your thoughts now? You can either go now, you can go later, my, you can go earlier. You, my my mom is an Irish Catholic, my dad's Jewish. Ah, you got two great tastes. Yeah. And we they used should to, taste great together. I said they certainly did not. That was like the worst marriage in the <laughs> really? history of the world. Oh, yeah. Well, your dad was Jewish. Yeah, my dad was Jewish. If you're going to do it, that's... Kind of the way to do it. It worked, except we used to. I always joke we used to light the Christmas tree eight times. That's why. Yeah, people love that. But anyway, but so, uh, but we were. Did he convert? No, no. And they were. uh, They divorced when I was six. They they separated (laughs) when I was six. So it was kind of. Oh, okay. So I was. I was. Was faith part of it? Uh, No, no. They just. So I was not very religious. Catholic is sort of the. And I say this with great love. I'm just saying Catholic is similar to Judaism. In that Catholicism is sort of an identity apart from a system of yes, beliefs as well. Yes, yes, yes. You'd be like, we're Catholic. Yes. Which is what we do. We're and Catholic. you know, yes. You know what I mean? As a po- nobody's like, that's what I do. I'm a non denominational Protestant. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's yeah. not a thing. It's a, so you it's had a two species. Yes. The Catholic species and the Jewish, and the Jewish species. species. And my dad's family kind of uh, does a lot, uh, like, is, is my, my dad is just non. His family, my his uncle, my his brother lived in Israel, and like so, you know, they were more religious on that side. And then my mother's side, all my relatives from Maine are very church going. You know that. And my mother, as she got older, I guess got more church going. But I never went really. She she taught CCD in my ba- in the basement, and I used to go do CCD down at the church down uh-huh. off the off the off the battle green. There's a church, and I used to go. All the time to go to, to picture it. CCD. I know St. Bridget is right there. That's Is that it? Maybe. St. Bridget? It's Bridget. Yeah, with the D. St. That's Bridget. It. Yeah, bro. Yeah? St. Bridget, St. Bridget, bro. And I went to it's Grace. It's Bridget with B. Grace, <laughs> I went to Grace Chapel, which is right behind St. Bridget. Oh, yeah. And we would judge the people at St. Bridget. Well done. I got to get them. Yeah, yeah. yeah gonna, look at why they've got a better spread at the yeah. pancake breakfast. Why is this steeple so high? We didn't even have a steeple. Well, that's no. how progressive we oh, were, like or whatever. It. And our cross is Jesusless because he's risen, bro. What was your? What did you? How did you do that? No, I just mean the cross. I know, but like, but why was your? That was just because your church's us, thing. Well, the Catholics leave them up there to suffer. Yeah, and, and what? Because, but it's actually beautiful because they want to remember the the pain of Jesus that he was sort of taking in the suffering of the world so it wasn't they were being mean to Jesus <laughs> although to me it seemed it they was hanging and ours was like we focus on the resurrection he's gone wild I mean who what are we fucking talking have you ever taken psychedelics you should uh, no yeah, I never have I never have you don't know don't do it I'm afraid if I do it someone said I should do ayahuasca or no, ayahuasca no, no, I'm afraid I'll end up like in the, in a fuck somebody's backyard don't start with that fucking a you've plant. never smoked pot no definitely. Pot is a psychotropic. If I'm, I could be wrong about this, it's a very mild psychotropic, meaning it's a hallucinogen. Yeah, but it's a very light dose of it. You know what I mean? You smoke enough pot, you'll start seeing some shit. <laughs> I don't even take a, like Advil. I don't even I, do like. You know what, dude? A hundred percent joking that you should do it. <laughs> but I'll, but I, but, but what I wanted to say was, if you take mushrooms, which is the sort of, and I'm not telling you, you should. I'm just saying I will do it. it no, don't do right it right now. No, no, no. Give it to me. It might not be for everybody, but it's, uh, it's certainly not for everybody. But anyway, you get into that place of oneness, let's just say. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It cuts you in line, and you get into the Jesus room, and you're like, oh, it's all one. And when you're in that all one place, you go, I'm sorry, they're talking about what? Yes. Whether or not Jesus should be on the cross. Right, right, right. <laughs> or they make it all tribe. Yep. With us or against us, you have hell, these will burn, these will get paradise. It's all ego stuff, and when you're there- You see it clear. You just go- 
you almost want to cry that we're like, we've lost it. Our minds took over our hearts yep. and we turned it into the Patriots. Yep. Yes, <laughs> it's a fucking it team. Like a team. Totally. And Jesus was so anti-team. But you can't even understand what he's saying when you read the Bible. So if people read the Bible or something and they're like, this doesn't do it for well, me. Well, also like, because they're yeah, interpreting. I understand. They're inter- everybody that reads the Bible is interpreting words using their own filters. Dude, it's like back impossible. to the Twitter. It's fucking crazy. And you're at a modern filter. Like you need Richard Rohr, who I've referenced a couple times now, has this thing about the Sermon on the Mount. And it's, I think it's seven hours long. So the Sermon on the Mount only takes about 30 minutes, uh-huh. if that, 20 minutes to read. The first six hours are setting up the cultural and historical context of the world. Right. You can't just jump into Blessed or the okay, Meek. You're right. You need to understand what's going on. It was almost like Japanese in the way that they had like a respect system yep. that was so deeply ingrained that when he's saying... This stuff, he he was really shaking it up. Yep. If you can imagine, two thousand years ago, you got to give context to all of it in order for you. It's just That's like right. But tell the kids Beatles on Ed Sullivan, and they're like, "Who cares? These songs suck." And, and what like, chance do we have to understand yep. a guy? He probably wasn't wearing a robe, but I'm just saying a guy in a robe on a hill. A thousand percent. What chance do you have? Yep, I'm totally with you. So what what do you feel? What's going on? What what story do you tell yourself, or what is your feeling about God or life or? The afterlife. These so, are fun things to talk. I about. believe in the. I believe in like the oneness of nature and the dialing into. You see it in pets. You see it in kids, babies, especially. Yeah. That there's like there's like a rhythm to the universe, and that the more you can, like a river, like, like a, a river, like a pulse or a heart, a thousand percent. Yeah. And the yeah. more that you can, um, the more that you can get in tune with it, the more less struggle you will have. Beautiful. So a little Taoism. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know if you're familiar with Taoism, yep. but it's like, if you, I, I was reading recently something, I love what you just said. And they were like, if you could really listen to a river, you know what I mean? Yeah. Our fucking Bautistic minds, dude. Dude. It it makes it really hard you gotta to You got to use your brain down. 10%. That's I, I'm it. With you. It's if a you it's can... a Gatling gun. Like you don't like. It's like you go in and you're like, hey, I'd like a I'd like a a, a latte, but you're like, yeah, that's right. You know, it's like you're sh- fucking tearing up everything. It's a tool. Yes, it's a weapon. It's a it's Jesus, a, but it is it a tool. Is. Yes, but it should be a tool. But nobody's using their mind as a tool. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in thoughts like this, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is a great place to start. He talks about how you know the servant has become the master. Yeah. And talk about all these stories that our brain tells us and all these opinions and all these statistics and patterns that our brain is recognizing. We've confused ourselves for those thoughts. And really, if you could sit down and get those thoughts to quiet down through through will meditation or through meditation, I, I, I think you can't really do it through will. That's why it's helpful to have uh, playing music is certainly a great way to do that. Doing comedy is a great, like, I mean, performing it yep. certainly can get me out of my head in a great way. But definitely meditation, definitely breathing techniques, whatever it might be. But I, what I was reading, they were like, if you could listen to a river, it's all there. Yeah. Like what a weird world that we live in that we're kind of surrounded by clues. We take it for granted that you're like, it's analogous that the way that I, that sometimes the way that I'm sad feels like the rain, but you're like, it's a clue that there's only one thing really going on here. You know what I mean? Then it's just reflected back to us. So they're like sitting by a river and listening to it or just doing the dishes. This is what the Zen tea ceremony is about. So if you can pour tea correctly, you can do anything. Yep. It's all 
just Meth- what you're doing in the moment methodic uh, th- this right. idea that like if i'm here with you and i'm feeling what the couch feels like with my hand as cheesy as it may sound yeah. it's like then the experience that i'm having with you is worthwhile because i'm experiencing it for what it is and i and, and then i get up because i could walk out of here and get hit by like a falling fuselage that's right that would kill me and it would be a real shame for me to have spent my last moments that's in right. a situation that i wasn't excited to be in or not Dude. in this when is i'm the in the key. shower I, I go this you, might be my the, last this shower. is this is you and are in the morbid. fucking shower no it's the key just feel it it's the feel key the water on your skin it's the key and it slows time which is crazy that's right because time moves so fast when you're out of it but yep. when you're into the fucking the the Pulsing of the universe You'll and have the a shower. long ass day. It's awesome. A beautiful. Long you have ass time day. That's right. to fucking get things accomplished. And this is what, when people, I hope I don't sound flippant, but it's like when people get diagnoses, the phenomenon that they start to experience from what I've read, stories from them, written from them, I'm not just projecting, are like when they feel like death is coming, they're the ones touching the couch and they're the ones in the shower. Yep. And this is what Jesus and everybody is saying. There's like you need to die before you die. That's what everybody's thousand percent. That's what everybody's saying. They're yes. just like die now, die because one of the stories you've been told is that you're like that life is normal and you have to get to the market and you have to work a job and it's like you need to die to that idea and just be in that fucking shower. Yep, and enjoy it. Instead of going like, well, it's about making money and getting a Volvo. <laughs> right. Well, and this is the thing that's so frustrating, too, about people like that are a privileged people on a certain level. Like, like uh, my my parents w- paid for my college. Yeah. Right. Like and and when I and then I was able to go to school and get a, and, and then graduate. And then I moved to San Francisco and I got my own job and all that stuff. But like they gave me a platform. So when I see people that that are my peers that have a platform that aren't utilizing the platform and instead are sort of like so comfortable being unhappy. And that's the thing they're used to being in. Mm. I kind of want to just be like my judgmental self for sure. But then if I can get past that, I have empathy and it's kind of like you have this great opportunity here to like, to transcend all of this and be super like in the moment and full of joy and sadness Mm. and but like as it comes at you, Mm -hmm. as opposed to your mind generates all the misery Mo- there was a quote that was like the mind generates uh, almost ex- all the misery that we have in our lives that's right right like th- this idea there's there's an idea uh, and not taking anything away from people who have genuine misery whatever it is like growing up in a in an impoverished place growing up in a war-torn country that's different i understand there's there's the um what is it called spiral dynamics covers that well is the idea that there's certain colors of consciousness, and one of them is like let's say homeless people sure. or whatever or p- refugees, so that they don't have the luxury of this navel gazing. So we just have to. So the, the colors aren't better or worse. There's just other ones that you can sort of move left, right, up, down towards, and we and could, then have conversations. Like and that. we could so easily be them. That's the other thing that I'm starting to kind of come to terms with. Yeah, there's so it's such a small bit of circumstance that changes my what my situation is from somebody who's mentally ill and has, and can't pull it together to do like, it's a thread. That's right. And so like, so if I think myself better than, or if I think myself, you know, it's like that it, it, we are all one half of a click away from being someone else. That's right. It could have been any random amount of coming together of the universe that made you who you are. That could have just done one click in a different way. And you could be in a different set That's of right. circumstances. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can, that's have what we were kind of sort of talking gratitude. about at the beginning. Yeah. Like 
you're in a meat puppet. Yeah. And but <laughs> that's why so misery is sometimes often. I'll just speak for me. Oftentimes my misery, if I look at it and I'm quiet with it, I notice it's a story that my brain is telling yes. me. And um, Muji, who's this great saint that I love, he was talking about like, notice that your brain can't attack you. It can only attack the idea you have of yourself. The real you, Ooh, sort of, shit. right? The backdrop. So if your thoughts are clouds, you're the sky. And we know this. This isn't yeah. just a fucking thing. If you're quiet and you sit in what, what pure awareness feels like, you feel the expansiveness, you feel the aliveness, you feel the energeticness, and you feel the infinite, timeless, and deathless, and unbornness yes. of it. So and our, that our spi- We die, but our spirits move, our souls move on to a different situation for sure. That's, and they just learn over time, and this is the, I believe in that for sure. There you go. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about, we're a part, what, what Muji calls isness, right? Mm-hmm. And the brain tells you a story of who you are, and then it attacks that. But when you notice that it's just shooting at itself and you're you're in the sidelines watching, I'm just speaking for me because I know people are sort of – it's important to witness other people's pain yep. and tell them that we feel it and we're not ignoring it. So for me, a technique that helps me with my pain is to go, who's noticing the pain? You know? Who's noticing the suffering and what's really going on? And when you look at your brain, you realize for better or worse, these fucked up imperfect machines, these thinking machines, sort of want to stay in control and would rather you fighting with yourself than disappear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I talked to my mom. I'm like, mom, I said this to her. I go, you're in a prison of your own making. Holy (laughs) shit. She doesn't hear me anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm like, because I go like, she was talking about having a hard conversation with my father. And I was like, she's like, I was like, have you thought about telling that to him? She was like, I can't. And I'm like, well, could you write it down? Could you write him a letter? And she's like, he won't read it. He doesn't even read texts that I send him. <laughs> and that was me seeing the brain. Yep. Going defeated. The brain goes, he won't read it. I'm thinking like, if you have something really important to tell dad and you write him a letter, he's going to fucking take a second peek. Yep. That's what I said to her. Right. But like the brain loves building these labyrinths. Well, and she was a you kid of the quit war. Your, and then, and then the problem with my mother, yeah, w- when kind of coaching her through relationship issues, is she'll always go, "I'm 77," you know. She'll constantly go, and I go like, and it's and you know what else? It's all it's right now. Yeah, and you're you above deserve, ground, and you're fucking cooking you're breathing, and figure you have it resources, out. Resources, you have happiness. You deserve happiness. I'll support and love you. Whatever you choose, whatever yep. you do, we love you. But your brain goes, that's a story. Yeah. I understand factually you're 77. And yeah, maybe she will die soon. You know what I mean? She doesn't have 30 years. But like, you might have 10. You she, might have 15. She you could have, have 20. fucking 30 years. That's what I, she could have 30 How crazy years. is that? So fucking, you don't know. You don't know anything. But the brain keeps going. We don't know anything. What I could are you have fucking do? cancer. I could be sitting across from you and have no idea. That's right. But it's like, you, you just got to fucking live the moments and, and what can you do that's it that's There's the game else. we're playing yeah there's always the only what thing if, you can control the only thing you control is your interpretation of the experience you're right having now that's it and so if you so why would you turn and i'm not saying you'd be ignorant to pain you'd be ignorant to somebody but why would you choose something that's going to weigh you down and kind of like eat away at you that's right. as an interpretation of well, just that, just information coming at you that's that parable about like there's the 
the good wolf and the the fearful wolf or whatever, and they're like, which one survives? And they go, the one you feed. And it's like, oh fucking no, yeah. that's that, so that dope. Yeah, isn't that good? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so the, whichever one you Lord feed will live. Is <laughs> that great? So good. So hungry. Wolf but my heart the- breaks oh, for my mom, and it breaks for me when we see our our brains. For whatever fucked up reason. You're far enough away. When you're in it with your mom, do you find that you have less empathy? Like when you're in it for a long, like a week, do you find oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, We're right? We're best over the phone yes. once that, a month. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's it. That I can drop in and be like, well, this, this is... We're, we're best... You know when we're best is if she reads a book that I send her and I, I'm also reading it and it brings us to that sure. place. So you want to talk about a river... Listening to your your beautiful answer about God, that you see it in nature. Yeah. There's a reason that that ministers to us, and spe- in the same way that a nurse ministers to you. I'm just saying, ministering, right, right, help. Um, you know, a book can be that thing. Music can be that thing. A movie can be that thing. Interactions can be that thing. And a conversation a fa- is, the, is the best. It's way. the best. Unfortunately, I, I don't always have it in me, and she doesn't always have it in her to receive it. And I don't always have it to give. I just told you I feel every discernible emotion during the day. So what if she calls when I'm grumpy? It's like you can yeah. draw the boundary and say I can't talk right now. Too. That's right. Th- this is the other thing. It can be on your terms yeah. to get the best result that you want. That's right. And and don't think you know. Don't think you can't be the person that steers that ship. You can be the adult in the room. You are the adult in the room at this point, right? right? Like truly, you look at both your parents and you feel that you've evolved past them. So it's okay for you as you would with a child or an animal. That's you right. can draw the boundaries. Well, you want to hear the fucked up thing that Bring I say it. to my mother all the time? I said this to somebody. I said it to Ian Edwards, and he goes, that's cold. Like he just didn't – like some – he's not from Boston maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but what I say to my mother often is something from a, a, a parenting book that's pop. I don't know which one it is about parenting um, – is my mom will say like it's called the art of war. <laughs> she says, "Why can't I come over for lunch or something?" <laughs> and I'll say, "I'm not offering that to you." Strong. I know that's when Ian went cold. So Ice strong. Cold. So strong. But you know, and then I'll say things like, "Mom, instead of complaining about what I'm not offering you, why don't you enjoy what I am offering?" You? Can I tell you? I, can I tell and you? I know that sounds fucked up. There are people out there, Dude. fucking hula hooping with their mothers right now. God bless you. Some of us are in different situations and you have to speak this way. I'm going to tell you this and you have to... Okay. This someone... Long story, but somebody fucked me over years ago. on a Not a business thing, but it was for a business. I said, can you shoot pictures for my live album? She said, sure. I said, I can't pay you, but I can fly you out. Mm-hmm. Will you tell you, me when it's 1210? I can put you in a hotel. Please. And she goes, great. And I said, okay. She came out, flew out, shot the whole thing. Then went home, sent me the photos. This was 11, 15 years ago, whatever. (laughs) Sent me the photos, and I'm like, these are amazing. And they were of the show, which felt very synergistic because I wanted the the album photos to be from the show. And I was like, this is great. And I said, I'll do these ones. And she goes, great. I need to be paid for these, right? And so I was like, dude, you're fucking me. I told you I couldn't pay you. She goes, and so I ended up, she ended up withholding the photos. I never used them. And I went and shot different photos and used them. So I got a text from her like 15 years later, and it said something to the effect of... That makes of, me angry, by the way. Dude, it's maddening. So <laughs> this is part of something I'm learning. So she texted me and said, hey, you're going to be in Ann Arbor. I would love it if you would come 
if if I could come hang out with you, this is what I've been doing and blah, blah, blah. And like, I'd love to have tea and maybe shoot some photos or whatever. So it took me a beat and then I texted her back at the end of the day and I said her name, you know, whatever, blank. I'm glad. Anne, <laughs> Anne Gettys. <laughs> Listen, you're not Gettys. taking a picture of my baby in a cabbage. <laughs> Anne, not this time, witch. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I said, I said, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. You treated me real badly when you shot and withheld photos from my live album back in the day. I'm not mad about it anymore, but I most certainly don't want to hang out with you in Arbor, and I would like you to not reach out to me again. That's nice. Thanks. And I sent her, and you know what she did? What? Reached back out to me and said, well, I think that, like, sent me a respect, someone yeah. who doesn't respect boundaries. Yeah. This is a child, and you don't, yeah. this is the other thing my therapist says a lot, is that you, that you. you don't reward bad behavior. That's right. And this is the key to an adult interaction with people who aren't adults, yeah. is that if they step over a boundary that you put down, that you don't reward them by allowing them to continue. You say, that doesn't work for me. Or, mom, I'm not offering lunch. Yeah. Like, that's the key to, yeah. because you'd think that humans would have the, the ability to understand and read a room and say, like, oh, I guess he doesn't want me for lunch. That's okay. I want to do that. No one can. Yeah. No one can. I used to, when we would have conversations like this, I always always go, well, then let's say they do pass away. I mean, they will, but I'm also open to like the world just exploding sure. and we all die. Yeah, big <laughs> hell mouth opens and sucks us in. Or I die first, who knows? <laughs> but if they die and then I'm sitting around classic autism going, she was a saint. She was a saint. I don't believe right? in that. Yeah. I know. I'm you not, can't. We're, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, do yeah. that. Right. I've recorded too many conversations like these to do that. <laughs> but that's important. I say to Val all the time, I'm like, please help me remember that this was complicated. There's a lot of love and there's a lot of this as well. Um, yeah. But the idea was when we would have conversations like this, I would worry that she would die and that I would just go, why didn't I just give her everything she wanted? Right? Why didn't I just yield? Sacrifice what? My, myself. Just cut off my hand and fry it yep. and let her eat it if she wants to yeah. eat it. And then I was like, I talked to somebody. It was actually somebody that was doing wardrobe uh, on a show with me, um, Fran- Francesca. Yeah, Francesca. She's wonderful. Do you, uh, do you often fall, even though you're married, do you sometimes fall in love with people who take care of you on set? Yeah, I think that's a common yeah, phenomenon. Good. Because I feel, a lot okay. of needy show yes. business people mistake being taken care of As for love. affection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's why we're in the businesses we're in. Like, we think the same thing about applause. Yep. We're like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. idiots yeah. is basically <laughs> what's going on. But um, Francesca's brilliant. She's a Buddhist and she was saying, she's like, I think what you'll really regret is not uh, not being yourself, not being honest. You'll actually regret bending and breaking and being false and like lying. Sure. And like compromising yourself you in are. that way, artistically, but also relationally. I, I keep saying psychically, but but I do think it pay, takes a psychic toll. It on grinds you. you down. This is what I'm saying. It's this n- is why you're sad and you don't know you're sad. Yes, is because you compromising, keep yielding. Yeah, when speaking your truth is free and it fills you up and it won't hurt the other person as much as you think it does. It feels like when you drink water. When and you if drink, they don't like, want you to speak your truth, it doesn't matter. What are you doing with it? But them? not only that, but you don't, it doesn't matter what they think. You're not getting That's any, right. their reaction is inconsequential. That's right. It's about you. You are a self-governed fucking, machine. Yes. That's and you're right. standing up and you are being yourself. And just bask in the warm sunlight of your own you were bad you. assness. Yeah. And yes. you, what was it? And you found your, place in the na- in the order of things. oh yeah and then oh that fucking thing about the beauty of yeah. of yeah, that's it that's it oh my god you were 
a bell, and that's the sound you make. Yeah, you're announcing your place in the family of things. Oh. You're announcing your place in the family of things instead of going, what am I supposed to be? Because these are un- these people, every human, ourselves included, are um, you can't count on them. Because they are coming from their own place. There's no truth that they know that you don't know. They only know their own experience and their own truth. And so whatever that means to you, this woman texted me back and said, life's too yeah, short, totally. like blessing, like, 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 and, and I, and I just deleted it because, and I said to my wife, I said, dude, am I wrong? I said, am yeah. I wrong in this? And she goes, here's the deal. You haven't talked to your mom in eight years. Why the fuck should you spend your time talking to someone when you met 15 years ago who fucked you over? She's already done it. Yeah. You gave her an opportunity. She didn't step up. And now you are cleaning the deck because life is short and you only have That's a right. small window of time to be with the people you That's actually right. love. That's right. And then she she said, if she had come to you and said, I'm re- the first part of the text was, I'm really sorry that I fucked you over, and you're coming to Ann Arbor, and I'd love to take you to tea, I could have then said, you know what? That is super. But she brushed over it like That's she right. never did it. That's right. And it's like, you are, um, you, you are a non, I can't count on you in this situation. I've shown, you've shown me this, and, it's, and you're not that important to me as a resource. That's right. I'm moving on. There's nothing worse uh, we don't have time to get into it, but I'll just dip in very briefly. Oh, my God. One of the so reasons fun. why I feel like people – I don't know uh, that people were upset with Louis for acting like nothing happened and right. just going back to doing what he's always done, which is kind of Push jokes the, that are pushing the envelope. Yes, always. And I, I defend comedians' right to be fucked up and, and do whatever they want on stage. I understand that. I also defend people's right to be offended, by the way. Yep. I think it's all in the game. Me too. Um, but I was like, to some of us, that feels like someone who abused us and then acted like nothing happened. And that is, re- I'm not, to some people, Louis represents free speech and autonomy and no one tells me what to do and it's beautiful and it's powerful. I, I, I've talked to some of those people doing press this past week. So I get that he can be a symbol of that. But to some other he's people, bully. he's a symbol of an abuser who's acting like nothing happened. And again, psychically, people who have been abused... Not by him, certainly. Like it or not, he can become a symbol of you fucked me over. Maybe you abused me sexually. Maybe you abused me emotionally. If you don't act like something happened, it, it opens up a huge Pandora's box where we're just like, that's page one of the abuser's handbook. So here's the part that's so absurd about what we do. And that's why I understand why people get upset. Well, it, well and this is I don't mean to. I, I no, that, to that's all. Like, because, it's just such a touchy issue. I was like, and that's why I understand people are upset. Well, we have to be like, nah. Ugh, people. So, are so. my uh, whatever my uh, my thoughts on Lucy K are my own thoughts, and they make no. You know, I don't. But so every like I said, everybody that's offended and everybody that thinks he, it's the rest of it's just my opinion on it. But sure. but what we, what we do that's so crazy is that we get up in front of people and we try and get them to like us on a certain level because we have a hole inside of us that we're trying to fill. That's the fundamental reason we did it. Yeah. We we're evolving past it on a certain level artistically and all that stuff because we do the work. Yeah. But but we're on stage and we're asking people to love us and we're trying to thread the needle of being like likable and and unlike and, and unlike them. Like them and unlike them just mm. enough, right? So that they'll fuck it, we'll hit this sweet spot and then they'll love us. Mm. Like, oh my god, that's who I am and who I'm He's afraid the, of. They're the fullness of the human expression. Yes. Yeah. And it's like it's such an absurd way to live your life. I'd much rather live my life like Neil Young. 
I'd yeah. much rather live my life like Bob Dylan. I'd much rather live, right? But like yeah. we live in this sort of, we are in a moment of popular culture and we enjoy, and we enjoy it as much as we enjoy the art of it, we enjoy the attention of it. Mm. It's such a, I'm speaking for myself. I'm yeah. not speaking for you, but I, uh, so th- let me rephrase. So I experience these people and it's so fulfilling to be on stage and get that from them that I don't, I don't, um, I don't change my art for them. I would never do that. It comes from me. And, but but when it gets in front of them, I can feel myself loving the attention so much that I could. So I can change. I was going to do this because I was going to control the narrative of this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do this actually because this is what's going. I can feel it. Yeah. And then you do it. And what an absurd way to live our live my life. As opposed to Dylan, that's like. I'm electric now. Yeah, this is who I am. Imagine you know what that is? If they boo, I'm not you. offering that to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. That's Bob- what I'll say to my mom. Like a Rolling Stone. <laughs> that's Hit what, it, leave on. How does it feel, yeah, mom? Yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> and that's the. And in closing, like all this together, it's yeah. like that's what's so absurd about it. Is like Dylan, Neil Young, those people. They really don't give a shit. But they've had success in a way where they were accepted for who they were that allowed them to feel like they could step past what they were expected. That's right. But when you haven't, like myself, you kind of live in this weird middle place where like I sell out shows and people come and they buy my records, but I'm not Jason Mraz. I don't want to be Jay, but you know, I'm not, I'm not uh, Ed Sheeran. You go a couple clicks, but, but yeah. I'm also not, you know, someone low, who hasn't had as much success. Right. But, but I feel like this desperation to be like... You still have to play. Uh, yeah, how do... And, and, the, and this ties into your, the thing about your mom, is like the more you can show people, these are my boundaries and these are who I am, this is who I am, the better... That's where, we, where I really win if I could pull myself into doing that with the audience. That's Say, right. I'm not offering that to you, actually. That's right. Uh, I, I'm this offering is you Sufjan this. Stevens when I saw him recently and he just did his breakup album. Ooh. We were all like, play Chicago! Right. Right. And he was like, someone just hurt me. Kill the lights. <laughs> and we were like, you're right. You know what that made me think, and, and we do have to wrap up here, but it's like, unfortunately, we'll do it again, um, is being your authentic self is awesome, right? Yeah. Dylan, Neil Young. The trick is to quiet our minds enough to know who we are. And I don't mean soul stuff necessarily. I mean to get into that pure place of creativity that Dylan and Neil Young got to, then once that is achieved, we can be the uncompromising Sufjan breakup albums that we want to be. Because everything else feels like you're being encroached upon. When you're that dialed into who you are. That's right. When somebody pushes you. It should be intolerable. It should feel like a red light in your car that goes like, beep, 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 you're out of oil. That's how I felt around a number of comedians in my life, that I'm just like, this person isn't trying to figure out what people want from them. They're just doing, that's what you want to be like a river. Yep. You want to be naturally occurring. And Bob Dylan is a, is a river. You know what I mean? He's just like, you walk through the woods, you see deer and there's a Bob Dylan. Can you imagine being in Europe? You're in Europe and you're playing a fucking electric set and people are booing you. Yeah. Like, or you're at fucking Newport and somebody's going to cut you at the line. You're one of your idols is trying to cut the line for your electricity so that you can't finish your set because they're so enraged. Yeah, that's right. And Dylan just defiantly was like, and he changed the culture. And that's I'm not right. saying that we will change the culture or I, I'll speak by myself. I'm not saying I will change the culture the more I do this, but I will change my culture. That's right. And that's it. That's what my Buddhist wardrobe person was saying is being true to yourself is the real gold. Not 
Thousand not percent. compromising and having my mom go, you are the good boy I always knew I made in my mind. Yep. In my broken, like, <laughs> and you'll have to prove it again mind. next time yes. I see you. Yes. Because this doesn't day. stay. Nope. You're going to prove it from zero next time I see you. Because I don't like myself. And guess what? Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that about your mom. Nope. Edit. No, but that's no. the thing on a certain <laughs> did, level. Did I, did I even react? No, you didn't. That was great. <laughs> but that's the thing is like it's them throwing their shit on you. That's, that's it. Right. This podcast is must listen for anybody that's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. No, I mean this episode. Yeah, I think so. I think it's – if I had to put a therapeutic therapeutic sticker value on it. on it. Yeah, a sticker. The What we've dropped collectively. No, I, I'm not even trying to be funny. I bet it's over fifty thousand dollars. You for, know what I mean? For sure, the work that each of us it, has put in. It, yes, if we did the math and over we broke the down decades, how much we've spent, that's right. Yes, uh, for sure. So we're just dropping it, and and, 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 and that's years, a beautiful thing. And years of like coming, forget to, money. Oh Jesus, the time Christ. and so the much pain. Time. Like it's like trying to. I always say it's like steering a uh, the Titanic. It's like you have to do it. Yeah. You have to think about it 10 years before turn the wheel. You That's can't right. if you see the iceberg it's too late. That's right. Do you know what I mean? And so this is what we're trying to do in our lives is like we're trying to turn the fucking wheel so that when the iceberg shows up we are clear of the iceberg. That's right. Or you're Leo in the car getting some ace. Getting some sweet sweet ace. A little hand on the fog. Whose hand was it? Paint me like one of your French girls. Oh my god. god. That's so good. Well, this was the greatest day of my life. This was fucking awesome. Thank you for doing it. I love talking to you <laughs> more than anyone I've talked oh to in a God, long I time. The best time. And, I touched and, your knee. No, I no, no. I kept it. wanting to say, because you kept touching me, I, I, wanted, I wanted to reiterate, I'm not like a don't touch me person. That's just like a mom thing. Um, well, God love you. All right. Thank and you. And what's you. What's the new record? People uh, should listen oh, it's to just it. A, called uh, Sing it's good to get the word heart. out. Yeah, anybody I've got a record. with this beautiful of a heart, we should be listening. We should be oh, listening to their music. Good. That was nice. It's called Sings His Matt sad... Nathanson Sings His Sad Heart. Matt Nathanson. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. I like because on Spotify it's just called Sings His Sad Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Matt Nathanson Sings His Sad yeah, Heart. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Would you say the catchphrase, which is "Keep it crispy"? You say it. Keep it crispy. <laughs> no follow-up questions. I love it. Thank you, Matt. My jeans, nine hundred shoes, eight fifty. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice cream make you haters wanna get.